Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Stop Gang Stalking Crimes Activism Call. And uh, we we're just checking out a video thing. Somebody might be wearing my t shirts and have one of my signs on it, and Ashley brought that to us. So let's get started with the call, everybody. I hope you're having a whole, all of you are having a great day. We're trying. Yeah, I'm kind of getting hammered. I'm, I'm not having oh, a great God, time. Oh, on here? Jeez. Yeah, and guess what? The uh, November video bomb is going strong. I've actually made uh, eight videos in seven days, and two of them, two of them are actually going through Terry's website, just going through different things. Today, I went through uh, the document section, uh, a couple of them, just kind of telling everybody, you know, where to go on the website. So, yeah, uh, I saw that, good. Kyle. I saw that, and I also saw your dog, Kyle. Mm-hmm. Your dog and Jack match. I just want you to know that. Really? Yeah, I, I was thinking because you, you you have big dogs. Well, it's just um. a golden color. No, Jack is a little guy. Jack's like a little version of Pepper. Mm. Have you guys heard anything major concern, concerning the uh, lawsuits? Oh, well, what lawsuits are you talking about? The, the class action ones. Class action. I, I know that Spencer Carter was talking about doing a class action lawsuit uh, at the beginning of the summer. Or I think in May, and he said he would have to heard anything on that one. Um, and then I don't know about any other class action lawsuits besides that one. Yeah, and, and that hasn't gone anywhere yet. So, But if yeah. you hear about something, Kevin, let us know. But as far as I know, there's no big lawsuits going on right now. There might be things people are putting together, but the problem is the lack of evidence. I mean, you got to actually, in order to do something, you really have to know who's after you and and what to get it in court. <clears throat> so, Kyle, I do need to talk to you on the phone sometime. Uh, um, somebody wants you to make a video about their um, being a TI and, and talk about it and share some uh, stuff with you. Okay. Yeah, I wish I could do uh, interviews with people. You know, my computer on Skype, but uh, I'm so happy to that um, I guess I need to try that out anyway. But yeah, I'll definitely, I'll talk to him. Um, you know, I, 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 I do talk about other people's situations, especially especially if they write something about it. Like if they write up like two pages of what they're going through. But um, I, I, I would need to, to make sure, like... Not that I agree with everything they're saying, but just that they're not saying anything that is like, you know, way, way out there. You know oh, what I'm saying? this person is insane. You know this person. 
okay. don't say anything way out okay. there. It's just I don't know if she wants me to tell everybody right now until uh, it gets done, but I, I think it's a great idea, for, and you'd be the right person to do the video, I believe. Yeah, I just, I mean, I wish I could just interview people, though, instead of just telling about them. Um, well, do you have do you have high definition FaceTime on your phone? Uh, yeah, no, I do have. I think I have FaceTime, but the only problem with that is I don't know how I could get the uh, the camera working at the same time because the camera is also an app on the phone. Oh well, because that when you like a mind new phone when you FaceTime and you do high definition, there's an app that'll record both conversations at the same time. I'm not sure how it works. Okay. Because I haven't read it and I haven't played with the app. Of course, I, don't, I haven't called anybody to see how it works, you know, face-to-face talking yet. Because the only uh-huh. person that I know that that I call on a regular basis is Sue in Florida. Well, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i check it out. I'm going to check some things out and see if I can do something on my computer with uh you know because you know Ramola and them they they do i think google hangouts and then they record it uh well, do you have a camera I, I, for your uh for your uh computer I just have the the camera on the computer does that one work well, you, yeah you could do live interviews through uh you know youtube right um but I can't upload anything on the computer. Like I don't, I don't know if I start trying to do that. I guess I mean I can try, you know. Well, it would record to, if you make I, it. Yeah, yeah, I understand how it works. Like I mean, if my computer was working without being hacked into, it'd be like easy as cake, you know. Uh, but I got backed into just using my phone to make videos and upload. Because um, my yeah, attackers are so hacked in. Yeah, I'm sorry you're getting hit hard. That's what you said in the beginning, isn't it? Yeah, I am. I mean, I'm I'm trying. I'm listening to. Di- I got a digital recorder, but I've got to record the CD's contents of the digital recorder. I don't have the right um, the right connection. Um, and then my so so while that's going on, my attackers are uh, blowing out my rechargeable batteries. They're hitting them with directed energy. And just making them so I can't charge them again. So I'm down to four batteries. Um, and then when I play a CD at night, they'll let me. They they won't hit it until I go to sleep. And then I go to sleep and they shut it off. Then I wake yeah. up with the high pitch ringing in my ears. And uh, well, here, basically, a, yeah. Here's something you can try for your uh, batteries: is that taking the take your batteries and get yourself a a little light bulb, like a 12-volt light bulb, and hook two mm-hmm. wires to a positive and negative, and then hook it up to the battery and just let it sit and drain it all the way down. And if it develops mm-hmm. any memory, that'll help erase the memory. Sometimes that so, um, works, sometimes it doesn't. Okay. You, guys, um... you can cover your CD player also with protection, Kyle, because they're hitting Dude. the CD player. <laughs> I have a huge enclosure it's like tinfoil tape at the bottom, like in about 10 layers. And then on the top, that's I have about right, 15 That's right around your, room. is that right around your CD player or around you? So no, around my CD player. I put it, I put the CD player inside of it and then they have a hard time hitting it. It'll, they'll hit it and then it'll kind of buffer out. 
but they they found a way or got some kind of targeting where they can actually get through that now. And well, see, the problem is around. if they've been in your apartment when you haven't been there, they could have um, left something on it like a uh, transmitter or something that they can lock onto and do all kinds of things with. Mm-hmm. That's why we mm-hmm. have to protect these things and carry them with right. you wherever you go. Don't leave I anything do. like that I, in your apartment. I, I, bring it to, I bring it wherever I go. I bring That's it with right. me. That's but right. I, I think, you know, it, it does work. If I get everything positioned right, they can't hit it, but I it's they can't hit it sometimes. So I've just got to gotta try harder. But I, I think they just have such powerful uh, directed energy, just kind of punching through it, you know. Yeah. I, th- well, I guys, think some. Go ahead, Gary. Oh, I was just gonna say that uh, we did. I updated the flyers on my website, and uh, we got some things changed, some terminologies changed, and stuff. And as we learn more and and get things that are more to reach the public, we'll be changing it. This revision of it is is actually quite good, and it it gives the ability for the public to see more of a of Pacific type illnesses and stuff that's brought on by this. Of course, you could I can list the whole page of what this stuff does to you technically. So but we updated that. And like, uh, uh, we'll... Karen Mountain Stewart, as well as other people, they said lawsuits should be coming in 2018. I'm not really sure who to believe, to be honest. Uh, I'm not really sure who's telling the truth. I'm not you really need to sure. get involved with some of them. Then you'll know exactly what's happening. Get on board with somebody. Start working. Yeah, you are all working. Get on board. Start passing out flyers. Start talking to people. But there is currently, I have not heard of any lawsuits going on, Kevin, other than the one that Spencer Carter was going to put together. And it's just kind of sitting. You can go to his website and check out the updates for it. And you might hear that there are individual lawsuits, but those are for individual people for certain reasons with certain evidence. That's not for a whole group of people. That's why you need to do something to help in a project or program so that it will benefit you personally, just like we're all working hard right now. I I think Dr. Horton is also, um, she's collecting affidavits. So I don't I don't think she's in a class action lawsuit, but I think they're they're formulating one. You know, I think the techno crime fighters and and Dr. Horton are actually collecting affidavits. So she she's getting one together, but it, there's no date that See, that's when the she's kind in. of people you need to contact Kevin and work with them, because whatever they do won't affect you unless you're on the doc, on the document. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that. Horton, I would contact and say, I'm interested in knowing how I can help to get in a class action lawsuit. Here's my name. Here's my information. Send an affidavit of what you've been experiencing. Have it notarized and uh, do something like that to make an effort to let them know you're interested in being a part of their program. Yeah, definitely. And also, Kevin, I just want to point this out. I got your text today about saying that... uh, About uh, oh, let me see here. Hold on a second. Uh, about getting new identity. That's not going to happen. And I don't know nope. who told you that serial killers get new identities. 
Nope. It, it just doesn't happen. I, I don't know where you got that information. You'll never have a new identity. I've contacted the FBI. I've worked with a lot of people. Once it's gone, it's gone. Forget about it. You don't need a new identity. Because that's not going to stop the targeting. So forget it. Uh-uh. Because they have, I'm sorry, they have your DNA. If they've been in your apartment, they have your DNA, you have your fingerprints. Hi, this is Renee from the Triangle in North uh-huh. Carolina. And I had the experience last week. I changed my hair color. I changed my hairstyle. And um, they thought, for some reason, I was someone else. I went to a concert at Duke, um, Duke University's Community Center. And I wonder why they were asking really weirded out. I lived the same place. I walked around. You know, I just changed. And I went and bought a wig. And I guess because I wanted to change my do. And... Um, they got all weirded out, the gang stalkers, and they literally followed me to this concert, and they took my beer cup, and I was drinking and took the cup under my um, chair. I was with um, a couple of friends, and when I went to end of the, um, when it was over, I went to grab my cup because I noticed some people lining up behind me, which I thought was odd, but then the, uh, it was odd, but it wasn't because I've been stalked for the last uh, you know, 25 to 10 years, my cup was gone. And it didn't dawn on me until I went to um, pay my rent and live on this little quiet, so-called quiet reserve. And my landlord, who's a stalker, and he's out in the left field, he said, he's 82. He told me, I thought you were someone else, you know, and uh, you changed your hair. We thought you were someone else. I said, why is it important who I am as long as I'm paying the rent? I look the same. I'm walking around here all day, and I'm home because I'm a retiree, and, you know, we got video surveillance, and why would you think I was someone else? So that's why I wanted to say that, that they got there. So they took my DNA, and um, they took my fingerprints, and I'm sure they ran it against a sample that they probably had gotten earlier from earlier stockings. So to make sure that I was who I was. So you can change your name, and you can change your identity, but you can't change your prints. And you can't change your DNA because I know they have a DNA database. And you uh, probably guys, have uh, implants yeah. and chips in you that will never And change. implants, yeah. And also, yeah, and I do have an implant. So I thought the whole idea was ludicrous. I'm aware of one implant in my back. And, um, and when it was implanted, I was in Florida. That's one of the reasons I left. Um, because I was so done. I woke up one morning. I had my, my back was itching. I felt this lump. It was an implant. And then I met, that's when I really noticed that everywhere I went that they were aware. And I, that's when I started reading more and more, and I read about the implants. So I had an implant, but they wanted to make sure I was who I said I was. So they took prints and DNA just to be on the safe side. These guys, are they're, they're really paranoid. They know that people are trying to get away from them. You know, they know that people want out. And uh, the people are starting to educate themselves. I'll stop talking because I did some research and I found this interesting guy who did this great book uh, called Invisible Enemy. He was on Coast to Coast on September the 22nd. This is his second book. And he's been realms of reams of data research on them. And he was given the background and um, the psych ops program with the military and the connection to the criminal underworld. That's how I got on the list because I tried to turn in some people in the city I lived in with the police. Well, I know the police were on the payroll. And um, that's how I first became targeted because I tried to tell. And, they, and, uh, and, and, and of course, the events, of course, I tried to write uh, 
tried to contact uh, the Department of Justice, tried to contact um, the, the Attorney General's office and one um, state. Um, yeah, so anyway, just to make a long story short, um, the, the, there is more information out there. It's just amazing um, how much is out there. And, I, and Terry, I've been to your site, and it's great. I was looking at it earlier. But you can't, Kevin, I, I feel for you because I've been targeted now, and um, you just have to find ways around it. And there's things you can do to relax your anxiety, but you can't leave anything in your apartment if you go do laundry or whatever, whatever. And they sometimes they got the balls to come in there while you're sleeping. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. How yeah, has anybody got anything good to share that's happened in the last week? What is that background, Terry? Do you hear that background? Yeah. If you guys got a bunch of background, please star six to uh, get ready to talk. I, I saw a film uh, on Real South on PBS called The State of Eugenics, and it was talking about eugenics and the history in the United States. But particularly because I, I, I live in North Carolina, but because after World War II, everybody else stopped. But um, North Carolina stepped up the pace until 64, uh, between in the 60s and the 70s. And these people actually got reparations in 2012. It is documented and it's on a package on um, uh, realsouth.org. And you can easily go view it. And it's kind of upsetting to watch you know, to listen, to, to find out what they did with the sterilization program. And um, it was fascinating, though, how they step by step. So in a way, these people were targeted also, and it was governmental. You know, they were targeted through social workers, teachers, and they got their parents to sign on to get them sterilized when they were teenagers. And this went on for like 50 years. So um, it, it's just amazing how things tie into one another. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. But... Um, yeah, and plus these guys have been around this gang stalking thing. It's sixty years no. old now. Yeah. So, Linda, did did you and Sue work on uh, work on uh, something to write on business type cards? Kyle, that's great to hear about your campaigns going forward. Did you notice I put it in the newsletter? I don't get uh, your newsletter. 
No, I, I don't. I don't get it on my email. Um, I'm gonna. I'm gonna check and see. I've you just send out a newsletter, Terry. Yes, every every week. I don't get it. I I swear I put in to receive it, but it doesn't come through. I wish you could subscribe well, me manually. Well, check your spam folders and stuff. You might have to readjust it. Some people go to the spam folders. I'll check that out and see. Yeah, if not, just re-sign up for it. Yeah, I didn't. Um, my my <laughs> my most recent uh, thoughts, what I did today, every day I have to come up with a new idea or my day hasn't been productive, but I sent it to a couple people. I'm making big murals. Um, <laughs> I don't have my computer on right now, but um, it's entitled Luda's Platinum Rule. It says, good conquers all evil in huge letters at the top. And then below that, I am speaking to the perpetrators, and I'm going to put these all over living spaces in two apartments um, so they can't miss it morning, noon, or night. And it's kind of oh, a little yeah. bit of a psychological bombardment a little bit of brainwashing to them instead of them. Did you send out an email about that? I did to you, yes. Yes, I did read that this morning. Yeah, I we, I, I'm doing everything possible. You know, anything I can think of, writing, dispersing, and talking with people in every way possible. This is what I see. I suggest Kevin do. He's young. I mean, I'm probably 50 years older than him. And the thing is that unless you start fighting for yourself, it takes good time. It keeps your brain very current and very sharp. And if you don't start doing something positive, you're going to be in deep depression before it's over. Because we don't have time to get depressed or lose hope or lose strength or anything. Even though our, our bodies are beginning to weaken after so long. I've been targeted probably 20 to 25 years. Your body begins to weaken from all the radiation no matter what supplements I take. But in the same token, yeah. my mind is not getting less sharp. So I can still yeah. use my mind. And I suggest everybody, do something, anything you can think of. I mean, I'm I'm grasping for straws, granted, but I don't care what it is. Who knows? I like how that. Your idea about the business cards are great because you can post them and print it everywhere. I, mm-hmm. I like that. There's a lot you can do. There really is. A lot, uh, yeah, I, I think I'll do that and just go around posting it. And everybody put their business cards up in laundromats, you know, bulletin boards. That's a great idea. I like that. And I yeah, also I'm find, I know they, yeah. you can make them really cheap on white, thin paper, but I have mm-hmm. found with business cards, I've always used yellow background mm-hmm. with black, very mm-hmm. clear print, nothing fancy, nothing with squiggles. And when mm-hmm. you post them on a bulletin board, even if they're a little larger size, it might cost mm-hmm. you five cents more per card, but it might make the difference because there might be somebody there that can do something to help. Mm-hmm. There might be a, a, a young attorney or somebody that, you know, sees the problem and would like to help in some small way. Mm-hmm. So I, I really think colors really help, too. I'm sure Terry agrees with me on this one. Yeah, colors do help. I made a bunch of different colors for my mom's uh, ministry. Colors help because people are attracted to colors. We're in mm-hmm. this world of marketing, you know, and mm-hmm. uh, commercials and stuff that are all highlights and, curb, you know, and a lot of selling of sex and whatnot on it. Of course, we, we don't want to use that type of stuff in our advertisement. It's just an example. But, yeah, we, we definitely got to get into that modern age. I put a link for those of you in the computer for the last shout-out that I just gave. 
uh, yesterday, and I shared a video that was done in not too bad of a light for uh, us. So, which was, uh, it's not the greatest video, but it doesn't paint us in a really bad light. So, uh, I put it on my uh, last newsletter, too. And the card is great. If you guys come up with ideas for the card, like I said, um, I believe Linda and Sue were going to work on uh, some something for a card. And, of course, I have a card that I hand out as my name and phone number on it. But we're going to get a couple of different ideas and get it uploaded to my website so you guys can pick out. And there are places that if, that you can get cards printed out, you know, 500 for 5 bucks. So that's really cheap advertising it. Yeah, we got to keep just get building awareness out, and then the media is going to look at all these people and this becoming a household topic, and they're going to have to report it. They're going to be like, what's the point of covering it up anymore? You know, that's that's got to be the goal is to just get so much information, just swell of information out in the public, on social media, wherever we can. Um, Absolutely. Then there will be no point for people to cover this up. They'll... They'll have to kind of close up shop or, you know, tone it down, and then the media won't won't have a reason to cover it up if everybody's talking about it anyway. I really like what Luda said about, you know, thinking of a new idea every day to keep vital, to keep, you know, to keep your energy up. Because that's, like, I noticed that I had made, like, maybe maybe two videos a week or something like that. But when I started forcing myself to make a video every day, and I had to force myself what can I make a video about every day to get to get new information out? Um, it's kind of uh, stretched my limits, and and I've started you know thinking better uh, about how to do this. So, I mean, it's it's a very good idea to to at least do something every day, think of something new mm-hmm. every day. You know, even if it seems a little bit, um, you know, because like a video every day, you know, and sometimes they're just testimonials. It seems like oh well, you're just you know, you're just putting the same old information out, but you're you're pushing yourself and you're looking for that that idea that's gonna get people aware in your community. You know, so I really like that. I think Luda does a good and, job. And I'll share something else I just found out the other day when I was searching through my database at the website. The New York Times signed up for my newsletter. Really? Really? Yeah. Huh. That's good. So, and there's about, I get between 50 and about 70 different news places that actually open my uh, newsletter a week. So, it's pretty good. I'm surprised that just in the first day this time, the newsletters, more and more people are opening. I'm hoping they search in their spams and whatnot, but 313 total views and uh, 101 clicks on links that are added to it. So it's pretty good. Tracking this stuff becomes very interesting. And uh, somebody was out the other day, they were talking about handing out flyers. I forget how many they said they handed out, but I noticed on that particular day, and it could be correlated or not, but there was 20 new people that came to my website. So it's very, very important, guys, that we go through this, and I'm sure a lot of new people are generated by Sue, who works very hard, who's probably moving today, and uh, 
she texted me a little bit ago. I don't know about you guys, but she's doing a lot of hard work too. And Kyle's doing a lot of hard work. I don't know. Uh, there's some more people on now. Kyle, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing this month? I have a piece of ice in my mouth. Um, yeah. Uh, so, so this month, what I did is on November first, I was making a video, and I thought to myself, well, why not do some kind of marathon or challenge? You know, I can't drive across country. I can't, uh, you know, walk across country because I'm like physical aspects of the torture are just too bad. Um, so I said, well, I'll do a challenge where I have to make a video every. November um, and what I've done now I, I've seen how if I plan to make a video every day my attackers are giving me more sleep deprivation they're kind of trying to plan around my organization uh, like the organization of this this um, you know video marathon but so what I've done is I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make 30 or above videos for the month of November uh, just information, informational websites about this, uh, testimonials, um, vehicular stalking. Um, I'm going to try and have my camera ready in case you see a, uh, an example of, of gang stalking. Um, and just just overflow and, and information overflow. Uh, and, and anybody who wants to, to be involved, anybody who wants to, you know, do videos or, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to, Talk to this person that that Terry uh, that wants to um, and tell their story uh, for this month. But just a just a month of getting information out, you know, over YouTube. I post my videos on Facebook too, um, and just kind of you know, it's it's helped to challenge me to think of things that I haven't said yet. Um, think of things that people need to go to on on the internet to look at this. Um, so, so it's been very successful, you know. It's kind of pushed. My, it did. My attackers did start hitting me in in both sides of the jaw, um, and they did also yesterday. It was really weird. They they do have V2K on me, um, and then synthetic telepathy, which is the inner voice thing, uh, which I think is subliminal V2K and maybe something else. They've never. They've always threatened to kill me. Um, but yesterday it was, it was day six of the video marathon and they said videos or we're going to kill your dog in synthetic telepathy. So my inner voice, not, not the audible V2K. And it was weird because then the woman's voice on actual audio V2K said, we're not going to kill your dog. And then on synthetic telepathy, I got, we're just joking. We're just joking. So the first time they threatened to kill like uh, my pet or a family member uh, because of this stuff that I'm doing. I don't know if it's hyper game theory. Uh, I don't really believe them. I think they're bluffing. Um, but what I'm going to do is instead of doing a video every day, I'm just going to do a bunch of videos this month and not really plan it for every day. Just maybe do two videos a day if I'm feeling energetic. Maybe take days off. Um, you know, so so as not, but they're they're very. It's weird because I had a police helicopter fly right over me when I walked the dog, and I haven't had a lot of flyovers directly above me. And then the synthetic telepathy incident of, um, you know, we're gonna kill your dog if you go through with this. So I don't know if that's just a kind of thing. 
but they seem very upset about this. Like, my attackers, like, and I always make videos, so, you know, and I'm not putting out any, any information that's just, like, going to blow this thing open, you know, I'm going to go over the Cuban embassy attacks and stuff like that, but these are videos that, you know, these are the kinds that I always make, and I've never gotten this kind of reaction from my attackers. They hate the idea. They're very upset about it. And I'm kind of wondering why. I'm kind of wondering, okay, I make videos all the time, but now I've set a challenge to make a video every day. And what I think it is, is I think that, you know, if there's a, if there's a like, a, we're getting information out there, but we're kind of taking our time with it. You know, oh, it's just kind of a regular thing. But information overflow like putting stuff on YouTube to where the information's going to get put out front because you're putting so much of it out, I think that scares our attackers. You know, uh -huh. so you you yeah. handing out flyers, Terry, like, like you are, I think that would, you know, that would scare my attackers if I was handing out as many flyers as you because it's information overflow, you know? I, I agree, uh, uh, Kevin. Um, that's how I found you guys. It's the information overflow on YouTube, the realization, and that's how I educated myself on being a target individual. But on the directed energy, there are things you can do. Um, it's a, a special website, a channel, and whoever this Dr. Virtual 7 is, it's yeah. specially designed vibrational music to help heal electro, the effects of electromagnetic radiation. Also, um, there is you on the on the channel um, for brain hacking and, and a voice, and you have to play them four or five. And you actually, they it's an interrupter. It works because I was aching, and I was because they stepped up my uh, attacks, and I started using some of these programs that I got on. I found on YouTube. It's taking away the yeah, pain. Yeah, ma'am. Ma you know, it yeah. also Doctor Virtual uh -huh. also does these like uh, subliminal uh -huh. miracle. Things. So uh -huh, listen to uh -huh. some of the subliminal uh, videos too, because what what our attackers uh -huh. are doing a lot that uh -huh. we don't notice is they're doing a lot of subliminal, like you're uh -huh. going to feel more pain when we attack you, or you know you're uh -huh. worthless stuff, stuff that's really negative all the time. But if you uh -huh. can't, I listen that, to subliminal yeah. also, and I meditate. So and uh -huh. they can't stand that. They try to drop things on my head when I, I'm chanting. So I understand the subliminal messages, but it does work to ease the discomfort. That's what I'm saying. You were talking oh, yeah. about how, yeah, it works to actually, there are things you can do, and they get very upset. You know, I've had my phone cut off. I had my computer, the virus put in my iPad uh, because, and um, even blocked my smart TV. <laughs> so Because mm -hmm. I play it on the smart TV and blast all the way through my small apartment. But there are things you can do to combat that so you can get some peace and you can go to sleep at times so you can get some rest because that sleep deprivation, is that, that's really bad. You know, it, it, it wears on you. But, it, what I, but I'm going to stop talking. I think you're doing a great job because they're really upset. Because the well, more threat. I've never yeah. seen it like because I make videos I all the time. Great. Mm -hmm. I get information out, but it's like mm -hmm. this. I they're they're really mad, and it's like they mm -hmm. they feel like they feel like I'm doing something that they have to stop, or they're mm -hmm. gonna look bad or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I I don't understand I don't understand like because you know well I don't know they they do know that I come up with good ideas if I'm forced to. Mm -hmm. so I'm forcing myself. I'm forcing myself, and I'm pushing mm -hmm. myself to not only just do testimonials i do a lot of testimonials about what's going on with me for the day 
vehicular stalking, but now I'm, I'm you know, I'm really focusing on trying to get on some, get some good mm-hmm. documents in front of that camera, get some good documents where people mm-hmm. can go find them, some good interviews, uh, and I think they're 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 just scared about what's like when I run out of doing testimonials, what am I going to figure out then? So so I mean we do we we all have to kind of just like we every day think of something different defense is you know like you were talking about defense and painting what they're doing i think that's the most important thing so that we can have clear minds to go out and do this activism you know to either hand out flyers wear t-shirts you know make youtube videos put facebook posts up um but but definitely and you know uh these guys in uh britain so they're putting out video after video of, of people's testimonies and like evidence uh, of this happening. Um, so we also, when we make videos and we're we're doing our own thing, we also need to promote what other people are doing. So I'm promoting what Terry's doing on this video marathon. You know, he's promoting me with his newsletter. It creates a synergy and a swell that just goes back and forth, back and forth, and then mm-hmm. it goes out. And if you so even if even if you're tired. And you, you can't go hand out flyers for the day. You know, not every day I can I can get out and go do something. But just even even doing a Facebook post of man, I watched this awesome video. Uh, you know, I watched Doc Dr. Horton the Techno Crime Fighters Forum this number, and I, I learned a lot from it. Uh, you know, they were talking about this. Please and, and just post that video on Facebook. So you, so you're like getting other people's information, promoting other TIs. Uh, and then they're promoting you. Uh, I mean, I think that's just there's there's an infinite infinite places we can go uh, forward on that. Yeah. yeah, definitely. I got kicked off the computer, so I'm reloading it. But uh, <clears throat> something else that I want to mention to you guys is that I've been cutting sugar out of my diet and salt heavily. Um, that seems to be very beneficial to the targeting. Um, there is indications in some of the documents that I got a hold of and read that, you know, those are both crystals and frequencies uh, affect crystals. And so if you're eating a bunch mm-hmm. of sugar or salt, those are in your body. Crystalline. Something else I want to mention that was brought up early on before I started recording today is when an incident happens in the public, um, let's say like this Texas shooter and stuff, I do not mm-hmm. think it's beneficial to the TI community to go look for that person as being a TI. I think it would be in our best interest, and this is my opinion, for us to wait and see if something is said about or on those lines before we start diving into this because it it really kind of paints us in a bad light that we, every time there's an incident that we start talking about it. And also, if you notice, there's this big, huge thing that just explodes every time there's an incident through the DI community. And, you know, we're not, we're not associated with criminals. We're not a criminals and stuff. Mm-mm. And, and, and many not regards, Ill. that's kind and of what not, people look at. Yeah, and we're not mentally ill. That's the other thing. This guy was mentally Yeah, we're Ill. not mentally ill. Yeah. yeah. So I don't get yeah, You're right. You wait for the information to weigh in. You know, um, because they would like to put us in that classification. Yeah, I just wanted to throw that in there. Oh. 
Yeah, we're we're uh, actually not mentally ill. We're it's like artificially. What what would you call it? Um, it's PTSD, post traumatic stress disorder from yeah. torture and trauma. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then the re- yeah. remote yeah. neural manipulation. It's like an artificial, um, artificial brain. Like I don't know. Brian too says uh, brain hobbling. Um, uh-huh. where they try and hit your head so much that they hobble. They're basically hobbling, giving you concussive uh-huh. effects. So it's it's really uh you know it's it's really not symptoms. It's not mental illness. It is. You know, pain induced from directed energy weapon systems. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And you guys, um, when you sleep at night, you might think about buying one of those little shieldings for your eyes because uh, this third document that I went over, it talks about your eyes too. Your eyes have no thermal release. So frequencies and the microwaving um, heat up your eyes. It's part of the reasons why they feel funny. You drink lots of water. That helps you get rid of it. Heat, but your eyes really have no thermal way to get rid of thermal energy. So um, maybe try to protect those, especially as you sleep. Your eyelids are really aren't good protection. But uh, just a, some thoughts there. Terry, what do you use for eye protection? Um, I actually take uh, some of those hot and cold packs and I wrap it over my eyes when I sleep around my head at night. And yeah, it really got, does work, guys, keeping your head cooler. It really does. I've got to underneath, do that because, yeah. Go ahead, Lou. I'm sorry. Underneath those, Terry, be sure to put goggles, laser. They're called laser infrared glasses. You can get them from Amazon, $40. There's several different styles. And those should be going under your cold packs because it's hard to get through that. Those They're almost black. Everybody well, is wearing those. I wear them 20 hours a day. I wear them everywhere I go. I wear them outside. I wear them in public. I don't care. Yeah. If you get the, the show, the hot cold packs, they have the blue or the purple fluids in them. Um, they really make a huge difference. Did anybody have any good thing good they wanted to share for the... that happened in the last week? Yeah. Well, guys, try to bring something good each week for to share with everybody kind of as a mood uplifter and always, like I said, we read, I redid my flyer. That was some good things. Uh, I have some more people that come forward. I had a very interesting day handing out flyers, seeing a couple of people I'd seen before. And they say they're actually reading more about this. And uh, and Kyle's right that one of the reasons that I, I work with, like in the last uh, newsletter, I shared PACs and, you know, Ella's website, Freedom for Targeted Individuals and Citizens Against Harmful Technology. Because we bouncing this stuff around will help us get the word out. Because if they see us working with other places, then they will go other places and look too. And it also shows a broader scope of the program of the program that's being used, and who's fighting against it, who's working to bring it to light. 
Yeah, I think sometimes we, we feel like, okay, we're putting information out. Somebody else is just going to grab it and run with it. The mainstream media, you know, mainstream media is not really, is not helping us at all. So, you know, information that's very important usually has promotion from the mainstream media if it's part of the agenda. Um, but my point is, is that we have to be each other's promoters. We have to be each other's advertisers. We have to spread the information, either by word, um, you know, social media. We have to be promoters and advertisers for this news. Uh, you know, so if you read an article that Ramola, you know, writes in the um, Everyday Concerned Citizen, and it's great, and you love it, you need to promote that article so you can so we can get it out by word of mouth by social media. Because we don't have the mainstream media just picking up in very important news and things about people dying and being tortured, you know, being hurt by this. We don't have a mainstream promoter. Uh, so it's so important. And I, I think that maybe, you know, it's common sense or, or conditioning. We think, oh, well, this news is going to be picked up. I'm, I'm, you know, we're crying to the heavens that we're being murdered, that we're being tortured, that this stuff is going on. And obviously, as good people around the world, somebody's going to pick up this news, and it's just going to start spreading. But that's not how it works, you know, unfortunately. Maybe someday it will. You know, maybe someday it will hit a saturation. I think someday soon it will hit a saturation where people will be talking about this everywhere. They'll be talking about it in the right way. You know, I was thinking, um, today I made a video uh, where, you know, it's kind of just opining the Cuban embassy attack, and I think this is a point that we need to hit, not just the whole Cuban embassy attack, the fact that 21 State Department workers said something's going on with us, our ears are hurting, uh, it seems like we're being attacked with something, we're getting concussive effects, headaches, they got medical attention, these 21 people. There, I think there were some uh, some articles that said maybe they were uh, experiencing some kind of mass delusion, but those articles were laughed laughed away not talking about the articles but when when those 21 state department workers all together uh you know said something's happening we're hurting we're getting high pitch ringing in our ears uh we're getting headaches they got medical attention an agency uh -huh. started mm -hmm. looking into it now now why why in the world are people all over this world in every country complaining of the same exact things when we are thrown into mental institutions we need to start really hitting on the fact those 21 State Department workers said the same things as we're saying. They got medical attention, and they got people looking into it, even though those people didn't know exactly what was happening. You had 21 people complaining of something, and they got help, and people are investigating what happened. Now, we've got you know thousands and thousands of people speaking out, millions of targeted individuals all over the world, but thousands and thousands of them speaking out institutions it's covered up we need to start complaining of the fact that hey these 21 people they're saying the same things as thousands of people all over the world are coming out and they're getting medical attention and people are investigating it why are we not you know why are we not i kind of i kind of went into that i'm sorry terry i know that that really wasn't where i started out but i uh, you know i, I yeah. think we need to we need to hit on some common sense things 
really big well, you know common what? sense. Connect the dots, you know. While you're doing this video marathon, you might want to do some research and read about what went on in Russia and the embassy, you know, where they targeted there too. That that would be yeah. a good one to put that and Cuba on together on a on one of your videos. Yeah, yeah, and I, I mm-hmm. I've, I've mentioned it in my videos, but um, but yeah, I'm gonna do the Cuban embassy attack and then what happened in Russia. Happened so long ago in Russia, wasn't it like 1970 something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they did they get medical attention, or did they come back to America? They got yeah. medical attention. They were recalled. Oh yeah, it seemed that when this state versus well, the, state was like the, the Cuban, the, yeah, yeah, the, nice. The people complained. from the people from mm-hmm. Russia. I mean, because I, I know yeah. the Cuban the Cuban workers did, but I was wondering if the yeah. uh, the Russian yeah. workers also also got that. I don't challenge. know if the Russian workers did who attacked, but the the, the um, State Department people who were in Russia and they were attacked. Yeah, yeah, they got medical attention mm-hmm. because they, well, it's, they considered it a covert uh, action. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's well, it's interesting how now the Cuban government releasing all the statements. They're releasing that it was cicadas and crickets that did this nah, to the Cuban nah, State Department. Nah, they're saying nah. they're also saying that the U.S. was lying about it, uh, is lying about all of this just to make Cuba look bad. And at first, I thought, you know, maybe the maybe our country did this. Russia did it, but now I'm starting to think that you know the Cuban military was doing this because they they uh, were worried that the State Department workers were spies. Or they were trying to, you know, spy on the United States using remote neural uh, monitoring um, and surveillance like this and harassment like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, what what the Cuban government is saying is really making me think that it was the Cuban military doing this. Uh-huh. And, and, and the Cuban military in bed with well, at one time were in bed with the Russians, so that's where they got their technology. True. Uh, it's, True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were in bed with them. The whole Cuban Missile Crisis thing back in the sixties. So they went I mean, with them, but it's it, it's yeah, but it's a, this, you know it, it, yeah, this the the cicadas do not sound like, and I know I experienced oh, no. your head um, bumping in your head, the 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 ringing. The cicadas don't sound like that. Totally different. Well, I think cicadas, Well, I yeah. think, and that's a, that's a great example mm-hmm. of how ridiculous mm-hmm. the justification. Mm-hmm. Like, not only that mm-hmm. justification, but, like, now I have people commenting on videos where I'm, like, showing documentation. I'm explaining of, of pain symptoms mm-hmm. of, you mm-hmm. know, these people hitting me in the vagus nerve and stuff like that. And then I have this weak, you know, weak comment of, like, oh, well, you you know, you need to show this to your parents and your psychiatrist because you're mentally ill. And the, the justifications and the cover-ups and the propaganda, they all just are starting to get real weak. And we need yeah. to capitalize yeah. on that. They're all, they, yeah. they're so laughable now. They're so laughable mm-hmm. and we are not. So when, whenever anybody, can I just say one more thing, Terry? I'm just, when, whenever anybody comes into these chat rooms and is like, PIs are mentally ill and blah, 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 we need to start having a different perspective on that. Um, because I know in, in earlier days, like five years ago, maybe that, that was kind of scary. These people with propaganda, or, or saying, you know, y'all are crazy, but now it's so weak. You really just need to laugh at all. You need to laugh about this kind of stuff. It's and they do troll the, the chat rooms, uh, the perpetrators oh, yeah. and stuff. So they're trolls. 
So a right. lot of that is suspect now. Um, but some of them are paid. Some of them are paid to, to do that. that. Yeah, yeah, they're paid, paid to propagandists. Do that. Yeah, they they want to make like when when people put out like I put out YouTube videos and like on every one I'll have the the same two two guys. They have a YouTube account with no no content and they're they make comments like this one today was was incredible. They're trying this tactic because them just calling me mentally ill isn't working anymore. I'm not biting. So now they're trying this thing with uh, nobody watches videos because this is how the perpetrators get your information. It's all done That's by cookies. True. So race, like it's crazy. The, the things that they're trying to do to stop this information at this point in time are so ludicrous. And people are going to be able to see through this. They're going to be yeah, able to see it, through it. They start, we're, we, I feel like I'm one of the people who were brought in by the TI videos and seeing them and the information. That's what they're afraid of. That because mm-hmm. of the internet asset, asset, you're no longer alone. You know, that's the that's uh-huh. the great the greatest the greatest thing that happened to me was to find out I was not alone. That yeah. I had other people experiencing and I could actually talk to them. And this is the greatest thing that happened to me. Of course, they tried to step up their activity, but I don't care because they've been messing with me for seven to ten years. I mean, so what? But now to know that I'm not alone, that is the greatest thing in the world. And that's why I spend an hour to two hours every day looking at the TI videos because people have got to know that people are watching, that people are paying attention. And it's yes, eventually that we will get out there. And I think what you're doing is a great service. And they're terrified by you because they know that the Internet, that YouTube can reach people. It reached me, and I'm 65. Okay, it got mm-hmm. to me. That's how I found you guys. That's how I found out all the information. That's how I found out how to deal with this stuff. And that's how I found out that I wasn't losing my mind. or something. I didn't have a brain tumor. All this stuff has been going on. So it is important. And I just want to stress that again. It is very important. And I'm just trying to sit up here and think of something I can do equally important on some level to um, let people know um, to wake up, you know, because like you said, going back to when, when it was the State Department and the Cuban and the, and the employees, they got on it. And it's going to be more to it. And I'm sure they retaliated, you know, or they're thinking of ways of retaliation. But that proves what we're saying. That this mm-hmm. this this this, this um, gang stalking it is it is it is worldwide. So this gang stalking mm-hmm. they're using it against each other. But now when the state versus state they get upset. But American ordinary American citizens they don't care. You know they don't they won't listen to us now. So you got a valid point. When are they going to start listening to us? They listen to twenty one people when there's possibly ten thousand people out there with the same symptoms. And somewhere that we need to make them aware of it so they can start listening to us and investigating them because we're paying for these crazy people to follow us around and give us yeah. help. And we're, yeah. we're, we're taxpayers. We're paying for it. Yeah. Well, you know, guys, we should be really start working on uh, – uh-huh. And let me stop talking. Going yeah. back, so when you go to YouTube, you guys see these uh-huh. videos, you see these articles. Uh-huh. Start posting in the comments something positive, okay. you know, like go to this website, check it out, or view uh-huh. this video, you know, or uh-huh. reference to Ted okay. Anderson's affidavit. These are uh-huh. all activisms that we can all do as we read throughout uh-huh. the day. Currently, uh-huh. what I'm doing right now is I'm uh, uh-huh. making comments 
on all the different YouTube sites mm-hmm. that have, uh, you know, that are about gang stalking. I'm just mm-hmm. copying them and posting them on each one so that they'll show up. But uh, any way that we can get this out is a positive way. Another thing is working on the cards. Also, if somebody wants to, uh, we need somebody that will go through documents and read them, making a YouTube video out of them or just audio, because a lot of people will just listen to it instead of playing something or watching something. They'll listen to something while we work. So that's another way for us to move into the modern age of getting the word out. So if anybody wants to take that on, um, also, we're going to work on building a commercial, and uh, if you guys can come up with ideas for a short, uh, you know, two-minute commercial or so, uh, let us know. Write down your idea, you know, what you think the skit should be, what the character should be, and so we can start working on that. Hello? Well, we got exposure soon. I really hope what is that? Do. Um, any news about exposure? Any new exposure? You already asked that twice today, Kevin. I mean, that's what we're talking about is doing activism. Um. <laughs> I heard the Paradise Papers came out, apparently. And people were making a big uh, uproar about the Paradise Papers. What are the Paradise Papers? I'm ignorant. Please. Yeah, I don't know what those are either. What 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 is that, Kevin? It's, it's um... There are a couple documents that exposed, uh... That exposed a lot of the, uh... A lot of the crimes that are going on behind the scenes in the government. Paradise paper. Who put them out? I was I talking to Karen Stewart just today, and she made a big deal about the Paradise Papers, saying okay. that it's all spinning back. So, I need to put that on one of my videos. Can you get it on the internet? Can you just go to Paradise Papers? Where? How can you? Uh, how can we go to see them? Kyle, you can go to Wikipedia and it has the Paradise Papers. It, it says the Paradise Papers is a set of 13.4 million confidential electronic documents relating oh, wow. to offshore investments. Okay. This is interesting. It, it, I think what it does is, is add up to a whole lot of um, whole lot of politicians who are in some serious trouble with offshore Good. holding their money. Yeah. Kind of, kind of oh. following the money. Oh, follow the money. Uh, the money. Uh, okay, I remember hearing about that. Okay. Yeah. About the yeah, yeah it, it started offshore in investment. It's regarding mm-hmm. offshore investments. I assume to avoid tax mm-hmm. taxes, which um, would happen if you, you know, had your money offshore. Um, oh. So something's up. Interesting. It just seems like there's so much information about corruption coming out. Yep. 
know, it's like where where who who's going to tackle what when? Right. You know? Where does it so end? More... Yeah. yeah. They contain yeah. names of more than 120,000 people and companies. Hmm. <laughs> among hmm. among those whose financial affairs are mentioned on the are Queen Elizabeth. Okay. Well, apparently it's throughout the entire world. The President of Colombia, Juan Manuel Santos, and the U.S. Secretary of Commerce, Wilbur Ross. Um, mm. And he's already been confronted with this, and he's saying, what's the problem? You know, so we'll see. Um, anyway, um, apparently draining the swamp didn't work very well. No. Um yeah, what did uh you know, I, I saw a videotape of Trump. He was with this whole you know, all these people in the Oval Office or whatever. Um or and he and he said like something like somebody goes, What what are we looking at here? And he goes, You're looking at the calm before the storm. I, did y'all hear that? Yeah. Well, and nobody yeah. knows what he was talking about. It's like, really? Regarding really? what storm? Which storm are you talking about, mister? Yeah. Um, but let me let me finish this. The amount of money involved in these in these investments offshore is ten trillion dollars. Half of our national debt. That's a lot of money. Anyway, we don't know what he meant by that. But do you ever know what he, what he means? Oh <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Only he knows. Well, I don't <laughs> think he knows. Do you think, really think he knows? No, I think he's I just know. talking. Yeah, <laughs> between. I I do too. So I'm trying you guys know about it. Um, I do. Like two of my TI friends made a big deal about it. So I was wondering if it had anything related to gang stalking or not. I don't know um, why it would. Anyways, uh, have you guys? Is there any other major big news uh, concerning exposure? Exposure well, of perps? Yeah, exposure Well, let, of let me ask you this, Kevin. If it was up to you, what would you do to expose this? How would you go about a grassroots campaign to expose this? Uh, probably make a central, uh, centralized network of, uh, of uh, TI YouTubers and live streamers and stuff. And with objectives every single week to reach out to more and more people, like uh, newscasters and stuff like that. So, in, Not a bad in idea. What, yeah. And so, uh, what what have you done to go forward in the in stopping this? I, I haven't done anything. I'm sorry. I've been busy with school. Well, you're on these calls. I mean, that's that's something. Yeah, that's something. Well, what about the flyers that I sent you? Did you hand out those? Yeah, yeah, of course I did. Well, did it's you make right. some more copies? or? I, I did send out flyers. I'm sending out a lot. Of, I'm sending out... I'm sending out flyers... Um, not really getting much of a response back, but I'm sending them out. Oh, oh, there's that. 
Well, that's good. That's see that that's what we all got to do. We all got to work in whatever way we can, whether small or big, to work on uh, getting it the word out. Is that Sue? Are you there, Sue, in Florida? I think that might be her. She might be busy, guys, doing uh, some things. But yeah, everybody that gets involved is. You know, it's, that's one step closer to the solution. Honestly, but, you know, you guys share your ideas. Keep this might not go anywhere, uh, and then I'll be stuck in this position where I am. Well, you're never stuck. I mean, we're all working towards it, but the main thing is that we keep going to uh, get the word out. Just like, like right now, I've probably posted on at least 30 different YouTube channels. Hello, Sumaya. Hey, Terry, can I read something real quick? Sure. Um, I was looking at those documents that you have on your website, and the one that is... Um, it's from the the Naval Medical Research Institute. It was put out in um, 1971 about biological effects of radio frequencies and microwave uh, non-ionizing radiation. Um, you know how I'm always talking about like they're always activating my vagus nerve. Like they're hitting me like all throughout my vagus nerve, pressure and pain and tingling to it. And the person in the chat room just said. Stop talking about your vagus nerve all the time if you want to be taken seriously or whatever. But you read this on, on D, the autonomic nervous system effects. Number three, structural alterations in the synapses of the vagus nerve. Now that's a direct, I mean, it's a direct biological effect of uh, of microwave non-ionizing radiation. Uh, the vagus nerve is the most important nerve in your body. It connects mm-hmm. everything down your spine. I don't know what that mm-hmm. guest eight is guest nine is talking about, but the vagus nerve is huge. It's the major, mm-hmm. it's the most important nerve in your body. I was, I mean, I you know, I was reading these these effects that they knew about in 1971, and it's yeah. just mind blowing. I mean, the central nervous system effects, psychological effects, autonomic nervous system effects, uh, effects on our blood. You know, I mean, this is, they, I mean, they knew about all this. The Navy was, you know, researching all these effects on human beings in 1971. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's yeah. how far back they've been Huge. testing this stuff on human beings. And they, you know, there was an air, the Air Force report that I looked at, um, you know, seeing all these effects on, on animals and stuff like that. And they stay away from talking about uh, experimentation on human beings, but then they say, you know, then they have all these results for the effects that it has on human beings. So where do they get those results? You know? I mean, it's like yeah. read between the lines on on some of this yeah. evidence. And they probably had that before they actually put it in writing for the mm-hmm. public. They probably had yeah. that 10 or 20 years beforehand before they printed it. 
Yeah, and I mean, how are now, you doing, Samaya? Uh, I'm doing better. I wanted to I wanted to say thank you to everybody who shared their love and concern this weekend over the weekend. Uh, it was really, I mean, there was just an outpouring of calls and emails and text messages, just uh, really good people, you know, showing their showing their face and uh, just, you know, trying to give back a little. I really appreciate that. I was worried about you, Sue, because you're tough. So I know that I know that if you're feeling like that, then your attackers are just going so overboard. Oh, it, it's been doing. massive since last Tuesday night. Massive. Mm-hmm. And uh, not really, I'm not sure what the the trigger is or if it was just a planned, you know, like, yeah, she's handling things too well. Now we've got to take it up a few more notches and see, you know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. um, isn't, isn't, um, isn't Julia getting hit a lot harder too? I, maybe, you know, she she doesn't express it. I think she's had some skin issues, um, but it doesn't sound like she's getting beat up as hard as she used mm-hmm. to. I was thinking and, it may have had something to do with the uh, with the prayer the calls. calls. With so many prayer yeah. calls. Yeah, well, her technical problems have increased. Um, they keep dropping her calls and stuff like that over and over. Right. Well, you know. There's one thing that I found very interesting about the beginning of my targeting. They work very, very hard to cut me off from church and God. Extremely Mm -hmm. hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I, you know, I I can see that, you know, except that as far as the other people on those calls, I think I'm most heavily targeted. Because, like, last night I was on, and... um, one lady, she she calls herself a TI, but she says, well, Julia says a piece of foil can help. And I was thinking, well, maybe 12 years ago, I would have used a piece of foil. <laughs> but now I need mountains. And, like, right now i got, like, two inches of magnets against my chin. Um, I, I, foil doesn't do it for me. I, I'm, you know... They will, if I don't block this stuff, I will get really, you know, really badly hit. So I don't think there are TIs on her call that are that, you know, long-term or that deeply targeted yet. And I don't know. I mean, I can't say. There's only three or four people a night sometimes. Um, But you know what I wanted to share, and this is kind of the downside of it. I First of all, I appreciate everyone listening and allowing me to be human and show my weakness um, because I'm usually trying to stay tough on the outside. But um, but the thing is that there were a couple people who said, well, you're getting targeted so heavily because you're not aggressive enough. Huh? Or you're not putting the blood of Jesus on yourself enough. Or you're not um, breathing or meditating enough, or you're not, um, I don't know, I mean, you're not, (laughs) the things that I've done for years and years and years and taught others, maybe you're not shielding enough. No, I'm doing all of that. You know, I breathe, I meditate, I pray, I read the Bible. I, um, I do, you know, all kinds of scientific research and 
get on the calls and run calls and there isn't any reason for them to assault people this heavily. There is no reason, absolutely no reason. If I was quiet or if I was talking, if I was on the calls, if I was off the calls, if I was writing letters, if I was walking down the street, if I was driving to the store, none of those reasons are reasons to assault and torture somebody. There isn't any reason. And the mind control aspect of it is a bunch of crap, in my opinion, because after 15 years plus, you would think they would have me mind controlled. But all they do is get me more grounded, more, uh, I get more science, more um, faith, more connections, more friends, more everything that they try to push away, I got more of, you know. So that's not working. What they end up doing is just torturing you until you can't move. And there's a few other people in the community who they've done that to. I'm thinking Huggy Bear, Chris, you know, mm-hmm. um, Christina, Drew, who's in California. She's, you know, she's still in the hospital last I talked to her. She didn't have any reason to be tortured that hard. There's no reason. This is absolutely out of the ordinary, um, you know, brutality, just plain old brutality with, you know, if there's any science, it's not that important to them. So that's what I wanted to say about all of that. And thanks to everybody who was listening. Thanks to everybody who showed their concern. I really appreciate it. And I hope I can be free, be there for you also. Sue, you're one of the strongest strongest people on here, on these calls. You're very strong. Anybody who says you're not doing enough doesn't know you. They just don't even know you. You are very important. The fact that you are still talking, the fact that you are still fighting after 15 years, that's what they're afraid of, that you're strong. They're trying to figure Mm -hmm. out what they can do to break you. And they yeah. can't break you, and that's what's important. And don't listen to the people who are saying that. That you know, I've been tired that they escalated. I meditate like you. I pray. I do all of that, and I keep mm-hmm. on doing it, no matter how much they step it up. Because that's the more true. they step it up, that tells me the more they're afraid. And yeah. one research piece I read that some people are, it's done by random selection sometimes because it's approximately mm-hmm. 75 million people all over the world being targeted. But the top 1%, that's 1% which they really target, and those are people who are free, what they call free thinkers, outside the box. They want to know mm-hmm. what makes these people tick, how mm-hmm. they can keep on going like they were ever ready bunny. No matter what they do to them, they will not mm-hmm. stop. So they are threatened yeah. by your resistance. They are threatened by all of us who are being targeted. The fact that we can still Thank talk to each other. They Thank are threatened. We are winning. You know, yes. the, the fact that they step it up and they want to seem like, you know, they can do more because they know that mm-hmm. they cannot beat us psychologically. And people uh-huh. like you who are very spiritual, they are really threatened by the spiritual because yeah. they feel, or people who have strong ethics or determination like Kevin, 
and Terry and all of you, they're threatened by you because you're the type of people that inspire other folks to keep on going, to keep yes, on going no right. matter what. Thank you. Thank you for that. Who's who's speaking right now? I don't recognize oh, uh, this is This is I knew. I'm Renee from the Triangle area in um, North Carolina. Oh, and, my goodness. Uh, Wait a minute. Irene May, you say your name is? Renee. Irene? Uh, Renee. Renee. R-E-N-E-E. Renee. Oh, Renee. Like Renee. Oh, I live in the Triangle. I live in the Triangle. Yeah. For about 18 years. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is a heavy research area, too. And uh, I realize that, yeah, this is uh, this heavy game soccer area. And because of the research um, going on here in the Triangle area, and um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm, I'm oh, well aware. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm finding, well, I'm finding more. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm finding out more people from North Carolina. I already uh-huh. left there uh, nine uh-huh. years ago, but um, it that's where it started for me, or that's where it became obvious for me uh-huh. was in uh-huh. outside of Raleigh. Uh-huh. Mhm. And yes, there's GlaxoSmith Klein, a lot of big pharmaceutical companies there. Uh-huh. A lot of tech companies there. Uh-huh. The re- the research triangle park. I you uh-huh. know, I never even thought about how many uh-huh. of those companies might be involved. A lot of them are. Yeah. yeah. Big money. They're spending hundreds of thousands. If they targeted you for fifteen years, they spent a million plus. Because the people they have to pay the technology that <laughs> technology that they have to use to keep after you, you're very important. Because they spent a lot of money on you. Yeah, I know they did, mm-hmm. but you know, it's just so. Thank you, but uh, you're very encouraging. You're a very strong woman yourself. I can tell by your mm-hmm. voice and by your intentions. Very clear. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired. And I don't want anybody else to go through what we are going through. Yeah. I want to you know how do we stop the targeting of new individuals? Because this this crap is spreading, you know, and it needs to be stopped. Yeah. Well, the word is getting out. People like Terry, a lot of you know, mm-hmm. Kyle's YouTube's. Um, mm-hmm. the word is out there. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a matter of how it's going to stop. I don't know, but. We are uh-huh. getting the information out to people, uh-huh. and that's the important thing. And when new folks find us, you know, we can walk them through the stages and, you know, get them some shielding, things like that. But still, it's continuing, and it's out of control. It's just uh-huh. so out of control. I mean, I always I always use the analogy of a virus that is uh-huh. um, eating up its host, Right. Uh-huh. And pretty soon the virus runs out of uh, host material, looks for another host, right? That's but true. it can also become an autoimmune disease, which means uh-huh. that it starts eating up itself, which is where yes. I think it's going to go. I might be wrong yes. about that, but but this virus called, you know, technocracy is going to finally take itself down. And uh-huh. the house of cards, I mean, you can see it in the news where... Some of these people are being called to trial for their sexual abuse, for their verbal abuse, for their gun abuse, you know, it's coming out. The the big secrets that they were holding on to for decades and decades is coming out. So 
it's a matter of time. I just don't know how long. Well, we're working on that. But you know, a good sign that we're doing the right thing, guys, is that they've stepped up the target. And I hate to say that, but it's exactly. very true. Yeah. Just the process mm-hmm. that, like me, they keep trying to switch up what they do, change what they do. They work very hard to discredit me. And I promise you guys, if you guys get it to where you can go out and you keep working on this, and those of you who mm-hmm. have, you've seen this, I've had neighbors come and admit me, admit to me that they were trying to be recruited to harass me. I've had mm-hmm. three pastors come by in the last few weeks who thought I was nuts, two of which said they know this is all real and they call it my ministry and they said they're praying for my ministry. One mm-hmm. who actually wound up having a friend that they've known for 20 years that was a victim and said, hey, would you go help him out and start talking to him and working with him and introduce him to the community? So there's some great things that can happen from what we're doing. Yes. Did you say the targeting has increased for other people that you know? Well, over a period of time from being on the calls and talking with different people, I've noticed that uh, as towards the as the end of the year goes, a lot of people are talking about their targeting increase. And for mine, I noticed that they've tried to switch it up quite a bit lately, like, when I'm in church on Sunday, they really try to hit me hard to make me look bad, you know, to mm-hmm. act like I'm not a right person. And mm-hmm. uh, I notice different people's talking about their targeting going up and down. But, you know, like all my stalkers are gone from passing out fires, so basically all they got left is the dudes that try to discredit me and make mm-hmm. me look funny. But, you yeah, know, in the meantime, guys, I've reached so many people that people like, if the cops go sit by the church, the people of the church call me outside and say, hey, uh, they're outside trying to intimidate you again. And that's the way they look at it. You know, and I'll go around people and they'll mention that certain, only certain things happen when I'm around. And I'll share something else. I was talking to Linda and some others about this because I'm very curious. But four people that have been standing by me now have said their ears were ringing when they get close to me. Uh-huh. The pastor's son told me the other day, he goes, when he was riding in a car with me, he goes, my ears are ringing like crazy. Mm-hmm. He goes, it's only when I'm with you. Don't forget your friends will be targeted too yes. in different well, ways. Well, yes. they'll target everybody because this program, they're going to advance it more and more. I'm convinced that this is mm-hmm. experimental stage, and the goal is mm-hmm. is to be able to control and, and uh, mass population, you know, like the woodpecker mm-hmm. frequency that uh, Russia tried. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why it's important for us to get out there and do everything that we can to get on these calls, talk about activism, keep going forward, get more and more people. Um, in the last week, I sent out uh, six uh, different packages, people who request for flyers. I now have people in Australia and Brazil that said they were joining in on uh handing out flyer campaign, and there's one other country, but I cannot remember it. Um, uh, it's an English-speaking country, but it's not England or Britain or anything. I'll remember it's it maybe Africa, in a little bit. Canada? Oh, yeah. Well, Canada has sent me emails. They haven't said they got in on it, but they said they, they're aware of what's going on. But it's really... It's really great to hear, oh, Italy, that's what it was, someplace in Italy where they're speaking English. So, And so if anybody can convert flyers to Spanish, that would be a great idea for us to put on them. Any, actually, any language, if somebody can convert 
that latest flyer that I posted, if somebody That's wants to take idea. time to do that, we can start posting those on the website too. That's a good idea. I wonder if you can use a Google Translate or something to, to run a flyer through and see if it'll do it for you. Well, I tried that, but here I took it to one of my friends that speaks fluent Spanish. He doesn't have the time to translate a flyer for me. But the what he told me is it didn't read right. Too. They don't yeah, work. Think... They they ver they work according to looking up a word like in a dictionary. They give you oftentimes the wrong definition, the wrong word for what you're looking for. Translators are are no good. I'll tell you because I use them all the time, and I direct wow. people who try to translate things and archives and all. They don't work properly. No. Like oh, wow. for his flyer, he needs a real, honest to goodness person sitting there, a Latin born person or Latin speaking person teacher or somebody Mexican or something to Oh, maybe Jesus. Jesus Pardon? in Texas. He speaks Spanish. You know, yeah. Jesus, yeah, he, yeah, he, he could do it. He's the type of person. Yeah. I write Spanish and I read Spanish and all that stuff, but I would never do one of his flyers even. I think you need a native like Jesus. Yeah, I think so. He should we contact did have one in French. French, Spanish, and... Then you got pretty much most of the North American, South American continent. No, well, you'd have to get Portuguese, but that's, that's hard. I'd rather get German before Portuguese because the Scandinavians, I think, can deal with German. And that's two countries up there. Finland is a different, you know, yogurt, that's a different base. But um, Portuguese well, is only one country. For well, Brazil every language that we can get will count. They said every language that we can get a flyer converted to, whether we think it's going to be big or not, will be very beneficial in my belief. Because, like, Portuguese, that's part of Brazil, right, and that whole area yeah. down there. and yeah. So it's very You just have to find the people to do out. it. Well, start with French and Spanish, and then you'll get most of North America covered, including Central America. And South America parts of South America. Yeah. That, that's a good idea. Because there's a lot of French-speaking people in Canada, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, Ottawa sure. and Montreal and up further. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> a lot of French speakers up there. So, yeah, uh, so that would be great if we can find people to do this. That, that would be greatly appreciated. What you need to do is find some targets that live in those countries and speak those languages and write those languages. That would be the best thing. Yeah. They would know the language uh, terms best. I'm trying to think if we know anybody who speaks French from Canada, but I don't know. I only know two people from Canada on the call, and neither one is French. I'm sure they must have targeted people in Quebec, especially a big city like Montreal. Oh, well, yeah, they've got they targets do. up there. Yeah. They got a oh, lot yeah, of targets it's... up there, but just not on our calls. Yeah. Yeah. They probably have their own French calls. They have their own calls. <laughs> some way we can re- reach out to them. Some way we can reach out. Or if they have flyers, if they already have flyers. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hmm. Uh-huh. Well, maybe, uh, Terry, are you a Facebook person or Twitter or something? Because maybe they you can find me off. somebody. 
Oh, on Twitter, okay. I can oh. do. But Facebook, I've tried several times, and they just keep ticking me off. Oh, they do right. not want me on there. They actually just closed out and disabled another account just in the last couple of days. Oh, Did they right. say why? No, why? they don't say why. They don't answer my emails. They don't answer my requests to get back into my accounts or anything. Mm-hmm. Well, I heard the CIA runs Facebook. <laughs> so. Well, you know, one of the whistleblowers that used to be a corporate and Facebook came out, and he says they're part of the police state. They're part of this whole targeting problem, yeah. which is interesting then, because there's thousands of people on there doing it and many, many CI groups. What What is it that I'm doing so different that alarms them? Not, not much different. I don't know why they're not letting you and they let the others. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it it doesn't make sense. But, uh, yeah, I guess the end of the year is always harder because the holidays are coming. They don't want us to enjoy, you know. Mm-hmm. But I and don't they make it a lot harder this month. Yeah. And, yeah, and the, fir- it's the first time. Yeah. yeah, and it's the first time that they've threatened to kill my dog through uh, oh, the interview. Oh, no. Yeah, that, I, I think it's because of the uh, the video marathon, but they're they're doing... It seems like they're getting desperate, you know, because they're not scaring me. They're not scaring me anymore. I'm kind of just, you know, I I ignore as much as I can except for the physical stuff. Um, Right. They've been brutal this month. And then the video marathon, they started just saying, discredit yourself or we're going to kill you. Stop doing the videos or we're going to kill your dog. And I was like... I was like, I know there, because then, then there would be this, like, woman on the audible V2K, not the synthetic telepathy, that's like, he's joking, we're not going to kill your dog. And then and then on the synthetic telepathy, it'd be like, we're not going to kill your dog. Uh, so it's like, it's really weird. It's really bizarre. They want to um, see how you react to it. Probably so. I was thinking it's just kind of part of the hyper game theory. Uh, but I was out for, for a little while, for a couple of hours, I was sitting there going, maybe I shouldn't do this. I not even take the chance of them. Um, but then I made two videos today. So, you know, she, she doesn't, they don't seem to be hurting us. Can't talk though. And she's a dog. Yeah. Well, my thought is, uh, if they're going to do something, they're going to do it. And sometimes they don't give you a warning. So, for instance, last time I sent out, I told this story before, uh, I had a list of media contacts, like 75 of them. I sent out uh, a newsletter from, you know, Skizit's website. And uh didn't think anything of it, no warnings. Bam, my father ends up practically dying in the hospital. Bam, he's in a coma for 12 days, right? So I have to go out there, pay my respects just in case he has to go because he was, you know, they didn't know if he was going to come back out, honestly. Nobody knew if he was going to come back out again. He, he, they stopped his heart and his breathing. One shot, you know. And so, um, but he did come, he did return, and he's still alive, but he always has health problems. 
But I haven't done newsletters since then because, I mean, you know, it's the, yeah. the risk was too great. But they didn't warn me about that. They didn't say, you better not send those emails or we're going to threaten your father. No no warning, nothing. Yeah, I think if they're um, going to do something, they just do it. The, I think the, the threats are part of the, um, you know, part of the psychological psyops, you know. Yeah. It's like yeah. you, you hear about, um, what's his name, Tyrone Do, and they threatened him on B2K a lot, like they were going to kill his grandma if he didn't do this or he did do this, and he did everything they said, you know, and they didn't mm-hmm. they didn't mess with their... But I think you're right. I think if they're just going to do something, they just do it. And then yeah. if they're threatening, then it's part of the psyop, you know. But uh-huh. I, you know, it's it's like you were saying, you know, there's just no reason to do any of this. And I think I think they're so unaccountable that they're out of control. You know, nobody's really yeah. monitoring them uh, good exactly. enough to, to know what they're doing. So it's like it's it's hard to just trust that. Oh well, they're they're not going to they're bluffing, you know, because these people are so. Um, you know, what won't they do? You know? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I'm featuring, uh, but yeah, they're just out of control and the brutality of it, the the greed for hunger, you know, hunger for power uh, is just out of control. You can never satisfy that much greed and power, you know, for, for money and power and control. It's just, it keeps going and going mm-hmm. until it hits a wall. And uh, I have to trust that history has shown me that empires rise and fall. And usually when they rise, it's, you know, bigger and bigger government, less and less power to the people. That's just the pattern. And then it gets too top-heavy and it collapses. Mm -hmm. So the paradigm shift for empires is it gets too top-heavy they get too greedy, and it collapses in on itself. Um, and I think that's where we're headed with it now. As you said earlier about the virus, it eventually will start eating itself. Right. Because they're out of control. And because the more they do it, the, the sense of power that they get from them. And also the mm-hmm. fact that they're getting paid bonuses, but the sense of power. And let's be honest, some of these people who are perpetrators, they got some serious psychological issues. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not, you couldn't pay me to be a perpetrator because uh-huh. it's my moral ethic. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do, do those things. For me. There's a lot of people out there. So they've got some serious issues. Um, it's not just yeah. the money, um, but there's some other things going on with them. And they're right. feeding yeah, their and, own and I don't... You know, I don't. I don't mm-hmm. think it's just psychological with these people. I think their mm-hmm. physical brain, their brain is physically mm-hmm. different. Like mm-hmm. it only, like like the, it only, uh, like there's only brain activity in the back. Like a normal mm-hmm. person, when they're when they have stimuli, when they see mm-hmm. like a mother on a video, their whole brain lights up. Your emotions mm-hmm. and everything. I think these people, their their brain structure is different. So. They think with just the reptilian brain, just the, uh-huh. not even like a thing where it's like uh-huh. they're they you have this weird psychological disorder. It's like they they they're they don't have emotions. Like they're so sociopathological, uh, their brain actually works differently. Like different parts uh-huh. light up in 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 response to different stimulus, and then they take uh-huh. that, you make them anonymous, and you give them a weapon to hit somebody on uh-huh. a screen. 
know, wow, where you go, you know, where you yeah. go with complete chaos. Because I, I, I have, well, I mean, it sounds like I know that the V2K is a, is a big act, but, you know, some of the people on there are like, I'm not going to kill this guy, like the wom- the woman's voice, and the guy's like, who cares? Nobody cares about this. So it seems like there's infighting amongst even the people mm-hmm. doing it, because some of them are so freaking crazy, and then some of them kind of signed on, and they thought they'd be maybe hurting evil people. I don't know. I mean, because the V2K, everything is suspect from that. But it just seems like even in these groups where they're hitting us with this stuff, there's infighting. There's some people who have gone way, way off the the bin, and then some people who maybe signed up for a job and they're watching this. So, like you uh-huh. said, I mean, it it feeds on itself. I mean, uh-huh. this is so chaotic and weird that you're gonna uh-huh. have like infighting even amongst these groups that are doing it. Uh-huh. You know, how far yeah. will yeah. each of them go? Right, the infighting is basically, you know, that's what's going to take them down. I mean, if you watch any mafia movie based on history, I don't mean just invented mafia movies, but organized crime does not like to stay stagnant with their low-level targets. They always want to go up. They always Mm -hmm. want more and more and more and more, and it's never enough. So, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I'm counting on, you know, Forensic psychology take its course, and uh, we'll just watch the pieces fall where they may. And also, you brought up an interesting point about the brain. You know, okay, say they've already studied the brain for 50 years, so they know what parts of the brain's to damage. Like, uh-huh. a lot of these people who are in their 30s, 40s, contractors, they could have been brain damaged as a young person in order uh-huh. to prep them for this kind of a job later. In other words, they were targeted as young people with trauma and brain damage in order to fit a profile that they wanted for them when they left the Army or whatever jobs, you know? Yeah, and even, like, not even just brain damaging people, but, like, having certain conditioning and training in the military Mm -hmm. before Mm -hmm. they go off to war to maybe deaden some of those areas that somebody would need to feel emotion or not be a sociopath. They may be conditioning people with this intense training to kill, and it may actually be altering, you know, brain waves, brain activity. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, and and that I just remembered, you know, you line up for enlistment, you get like 32 vaccines. So who knows which vaccines are going to which parts, you know? I didn't think about that. That's a good point. You guys, here's something to think about. You guys, maybe we should start thinking about in terms of our activism about when we talk to each other on the phone and stuff to use psychological warfare back on them like what we're saying, you know. Because words can be very powerful, even Mm implanting, even for the people that listen to your phone calls and stuff. Mm -hmm. You know, keep reminding them when you talk to somebody, say, hey, you know, these people ruin their future for their families or ruin it for their families. And uh-huh. stuff, and all that will get embedded if TIs keep saying all that. I mean, that's yeah. a proven fact. I know. Uh-huh. Well, I'm very because eventually, eventually, somebody in their family is going to be targeted if they haven't already, well, because it is random selection. Uh-huh. And it's so what goes around comes around. And that's okay. something I put out when they're listening to me. I talk about the laws of causality. You, you make the cause, there will be an effect. 
and how it will come back to you. And it may not come back to you directly. It may come back to your sister, your brother, or your, your mother, your father, or your, your, your children, but it will come back to you because you made that cause. It's cause and effect. Whether you believe in spirituality or not, you know, the laws of causality, cause, causality, that's how it works, cause and effect. That's right. Every cause has an effect. So they have to understand that eventually they're going to get the effects of their behavior. And they're going to see it in their life. And that's something, um, when I turned around, my landlord went ballistic. And it was, a, it, was, it was a setup. I went to pay my rent, and he tried to invite me in and was talking. The next thing I know, I asked him about doing some repairs to my apartment. And he was telling me that I was paranoid. Well, I've heard this before, so I was standing up there looking at him like he was nuts. I was very calm. And I told him, paranoid, what do you mean by paranoid? It's a different perspective. I'm like, no, no. It was like I changed the rules, the words. I changed the game. And he could, all he could do was start screaming. And I had to step back because the man's 82 years old. I'd run and blow a gasket. But he was running around and like, I, you know, it was like that's all he could do was say that. And he lost because I turned around and walked out. And I said, oh, he's a gangster. And not only that, he's a damn fool. You know, <laughs> this guy's nuts. But it told me something about the type of people that they pick, you know, um, where he was so determined. And when he realized he couldn't do anything, he kept screaming. But the more he screamed, the more ridiculous the whole thing became. And I went back to my apartment. And I sat down. I looked at me a movie. You know, I said, this guy is nuts. And I'm going to put it on the back burner. And I'm going to make sure that I call in to the uh, TI community. And listen, this is more determined. I said, because these people, they're out of control. They think they can say anything, scream at you, verbally abuse you. You know, and I, and I just looked at him. His wife has Parkinson's. I'm like, this guy's been nuts for a long time. He verbally yeah. abused his whole family. You know, but anyway, it's, it, it, it changed. And um, you can turn it around on. You can turn it around. So when I do talk on the phone, I know they're listening. And I can tell when they picked up on my phone call, I talk about negative behavior and how it affects people, how it comes back uh, in their lives, you know. Yeah. And uh, quite frankly, they cannot handle what we're handling. What they're dishing out to us, I they couldn't the handle same it. Thing. I said they the couldn't same handle thing. it. If you guys would, mm-hmm. if any of you would torture for a week like I am, you wouldn't mm-hmm. handle mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. They couldn't handle it. Yeah, they couldn't handle it. Oh, Irene, let me ask you really quickly. So, um, do you listen to Shaw Radio in the area in your area? Triangle? Uh um, no. What is Shaw Radio? Shaw University Radio, eighty-eight point nine FM, uh-uh. jazz. No, eighty-eight point nine. No, I don't. I listen to jazz. I'm guilty on the internet. But I'll pull that up, uh, 88.9. I listen to jazz on the internet, and I listen to um, uh, public radio. I listen to jazz and um, jazz okay, you night. should check. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. You should check no, I do out. like jazz. It's, I yeah. love jazz. Okay, well, it's uh, mm-hmm. public radio, 88.9 FM okay. from WSHA. It's the Shaw University mm-hmm. station mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. Raleigh. So I okay. thought you might want to be listening to that. I used to work okay. on that station. I thought maybe you would I love heard it. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, I'll check that out. Okay, That's just Thank a side you. point. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you from the triangle, even though Patrick, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick comes on the call. He's in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Um, see, who else is in North Carolina? 
that I can think of. Well, Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. She goes by Huggy Bear. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know who else right now. Mm-hmm. But you'll meet them, you know. Okay. Yeah, because yeah. There's more and more coming about EMF too, guys. The Edison Company sent out uh, flyers to their customers about EMF. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys have noticed, but people are saying to stay away from your Wi-Fi routers, to stay Mm -hmm. 400 400 yards away from towers, 150. yards away from different electrical devices. They're even talking about dimmer switches that broadcast frequencies, light bulbs. Um, there's a lot of stuff coming out. We need to all work on this because one way we can get, get to the public when we're bringing awareness is to cite some of these other companies trying to bring things out and the mm-hmm. fact that EMF is so bad and it's uninsured. Yeah, and people are developing EMF. I have a friend who has EMF sensitivity and she's being treated for I thought she was tired she just has some sensitivity because I believe that she's near a tower and she's close to a mall and over the years she developed it you know um, being exposed she lives in a condo you know so that does work in our favor yeah Yeah. well you know it's, it's very interesting that so much is coming out about this and something else I want to mention to you guys, if you guys are going to talk about ringing in your ears, talk about ring or knocking, that's what government documents say, or say it's synthetic tendinitis, if you're going to use the word tendinitis, because that means it's man-made. And VTK is not the proper term anymore. It was way back in the day. But microwave auditory effect when you're talking to people, because they can look that up. That's what the government calls it. Yeah what the documents mm-hmm. call it. Okay, so microwave auditory effect, M-A-E, does it go by that? M-A-E? It's not broke down, but we, oh. we could we could start breaking it down in what we do mm-hmm. to get it out to yeah. people. Well, it's easy to say synthetic telepathy. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a term people can say. It is. It's mm-hmm. still valid. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you can look but, but, up synthetic telepathy. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. yeah. But the minute I hear the ringing in my ears, I know to turn on my different programs. The only reason I have one on now when I sit sometimes with the phone next to me is because I'm talking to you guys because I would have it on my one of my disruptor programs. But to me, that's the signal that they started with their microwave and the directed energy. When I hear the ringing, I know automatically. And if I wake up at 3 in the morning and it's ringing, they woke me up, I turn the programs on. Yeah, and then just goes away. But I, I hope to take heed. Mm-hmm. I hope all of you guys, while you're while you're resting, even if you're listening to Dave K C D, put mm-hmm. commercial earplugs in. Mm-hmm. And if you want to go another step, get yourself a set of head, uh, mm-hmm. uh the heads for eliminating sound. I, my brain's kind of fried, but. If you get those, you wear both of those at night. The easiest mm-hmm. way to get to your inner cortex and stuff is through your ears. So blocking okay. that will help out a lot, guys. Okay. Earplugs. Yeah, Commercial earplugs. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Thank you, everybody. Thank you. And, uh, thank, thank you, you Terry. Um, I'll be on probably who's got... Oh, Linda, are you doing a late night tonight? She's still there. Yes, I am. And I also want to say, Sumaya, I'm sorry I didn't get to that call the other night. I I oh. we just was dead asleep. <laughs> you know, I just got no, knocked no out. Problem. No, okay, no problem. No problem. Okay. Um, what yeah, time I am. You're going to do a late what? night call tonight? Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Excellent. I just want to say I've done one thing, and I'm breathing real hard, deeply, so that I don't break down. I did mm-hmm. something I had to do this, you know, Friday. And um, it was a good thing because it, it relieved my dog of her pain, you know, and had her put down. Oh. And it was um, the only thing I could do for her. And the fact that she relaxed so mm-hmm. totally when I did it made me know that I had done absolutely the right thing. This little gal mm-hmm. was so full of tension and did so much pain. And um, anyway, so that's what I did that worked. That, that was the good thing I did this week. Good girl. Yeah, um, you're. I mean, you've taken on so much stuff, and uh, it's, it's just a horrendous thing that you have to go through with that. That was bless uh, her heart. She had it had to happen. It just had to happen, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and the, the the first vet just said, "No, she looks fine to me." My God, she couldn't get off the floor. I don't know what that was about, but it would have been better to do it right then. But Maybe the fact that it was another couple of weeks and um, that I had time to watch her fall and, you know, be in total pain was good because I knew she had to, it had to be done, you know. So thanks, you guys. For listening. I was curious, did you have her buried or cremated or where did you they're gonna They're going to call me when her ashes come back. Uh-huh. I, um, I had the ashes of, of a dog, Heinz. The reason we called him, we named him Heinz was we had no idea what he was. Like Hyde's 57, he was a wonderful rescue, just a wonderful dog. And when I went to pick up his ashes from the from the vet, I could literally feel his frequency. I could feel him. You know, it surprised me. I didn't expect to. So, you know, when things like that happen, when you when you don't expect it, you know that it's real. You know, and I have no doubt his energy was right there. So they come, they stay with us. I think. You know. Okay. Maybe you can get her a nice jar or something, keep yeah, her exactly. nearby. Yeah. Put her next to Heinz, you know. Exactly. They get to be together. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, thanks for the call, Terry. Thank you, Terry. Are you leaving? Thank you. No. This is North Carolina. I'm leaving. Yeah. I okay. done a... Uh, uh, a thing under my house, my apartment, and and so um, <laughs> I can hear them going in and out the trap door. So um, that's how desperate they are. It sounds funny, you know, but I can actually they're post under, pictures. They're, they're underneath my house too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know what. Yeah. And Lord, house. Lord only knows what they're doing down there, making yeah, all that yeah. racket. But they're they're doing something. Yeah, yeah. You can pay me to go into somebody's house and see because you know, I can hear a fan going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> under my house, I can hear them going back and forth. So um, it, 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 I'm amused, really. It's beyond, they terrorize me so much that now it's all, all of it's quite funny to me. You know, um, I've gone to being scared to uh, finding their humor in it. You know, um, but I also realize something is definitely wrong with them to do that. You know, no normal, no within a normal range of sense right. would dig under somebody else's house. That's and right. And I'm glad That's to right. know. 
that they're digging on the U.S. too. That, that, you know, <laughs> that, Me too. That's that, why that I want to say something to you about it. I yeah, haven't heard yeah. anybody else talk about that. I, mean, I feel a little bit better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So this is one of their tactics. Yes, and there's an excavation. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I also found the pathogen um, in my uh, woodwork. Um, the guy on um, who wrote the Invisible um, Crime talked about this path in North Carolina. I don't know. Maybe it's the air here. Um, that they, they he took Invisible. a visit. <laughs> Visible crime. It's a it's a book out. It's on Amazon, and um, he talked about he took. It looks like a piece of coiled up cotton or a ringworm, and you'll see it in your floor, your wood book. And and when he was talking about on coast to coast, I noticed I seen one, so I poured bleach over it. But when I tried to dig it out, it was a long worm. So I finally set fire to it, poured bleach on it, the whole, and it goes down under the house. I don't know what they're doing under there. You know, oh my um, God! Yeah, nuts. So I also do energy healing. So I just put a ring of protection around me, also, and um, and the gifts, and just and I check my house, you know. So this is just. But the only thing is, it takes. This is a twenty-four hour job to stay on top Amen. of me, you know. And the, I get relief when I talk to all of you. And now I can turn my mind on what I can do because I don't want nobody else to go through what we're going through. It's just, it's not, it's not right. It's not humanistic. No one should have to deal with this. We're part of an experimental program to do what? To control the world, you know. And so all I could think, just justice would be to turn this on the people who are doing it. That would be ultimate justice. Well, I think they'll go after each other and turn it on each other. I don't think they can get away from this. They are not nice people. Yeah. I don't know what makes yeah. people think that they're safe that, that, that yeah. amongst the first. What makes them think that they're safe from the guys above them? You know, well, sure. they, they're watching what they're doing. Yeah. I don't get that. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'm fixing to sign off. It's um, it's eight o'clock, and I'm fixing to go. I'm going to do some meditation. And it was great talking to you guys, and uh, I'll sign back on uh, next Tuesday, but I know I'll probably be on Friday also and, and come on when the broadcast on, because it gives me sanity. It gives me hope, you know. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, and many blessings and much love to all of you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. you too, Renee. God okay. bless you. God, thank you. Thank you. Plus, it's a blessing to all of you. Can you can you guys tell me what you do for the vibrating when the when your feet are vibrating? Like my feet and wherever I'm standing or sitting, and uh, I find that if I go outside and ground for a little bit and come back in, it you know it's it's less, but it's like I don't know what it's all about, but it's it's. I, like I'll sit down and you know, and other people can't feel it. I don't think. Well, well other people. Like one thing that I you should be like doing it. is using an earthing strap. Yeah. Every day, sleep with it on at night, guys. I don't have one yet. I've, I'll put that on the list. Well, and but I can get outside and I around just, too a lot, you know. I I tend to do the less vibrations too. Like I do the grounding. Um, you know, I do a lot of stuff, but 
I, I feel like when I have heavy metals in my system, uh, I feel like that's what oh, they're I've vibrating. never done a cleanse. Yeah, 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 yeah. So what do I need to do to get rid of them? Uh, boron clears, cleans heavy metals out. Um, some kind of well, like, can I, just, I got some borax. How can I just do it? Like, how do I do it with that? Epsom like, salt. I wouldn't. Dr- yeah, I wouldn't drink that. What, what yeah, do you don't, think? Don't no. consume borax. There was somebody telling people to do that. Please don't do that, guys. Yeah. Okay, don't, well, don't how, do I clean, how do I heavy metal cleanse? Put all that stuff in a bathtub and, and, and let it soak and soak there for about and, an hour. And that will cleanse my from the inside of my body? Yeah. Yeah. I will well, be, oh, that's awesome. Well, the Epsom salt will take it. I mean, that's like osmosis. It, it, it extracts... Uh, Toxins from your body. Okay. Right. Well, okay. And then, yeah, it, it, it does. It gets a lot of them out, but you you probably want to do something. Um, you want to take some supplements, ingest some. Yeah. Like uh, what about boron, that clay that you talk about? The clay. Yeah, I, I was just gonna say that the bentonite clay. I just took it out. Bentonite clay. Uh, I need to order some of that. Where do you order yours from? Uh, I just go to my health yeah. food store. I I go um just my local health food store. They should like have a GNC. It. Yeah, but you I mean you know, I'm you know, sure I'm, you can get it. You know, there's you not get it off of Amazon. Yeah, okay. you can probably get it off of Amazon. You sure can. You know. Um, how much bentonite clay? How much do you take right. of the bentonite clay, um, uh, Kyle? I don't take it that often. I have tons yeah. of other supplements, but when I do, I'll take like a a, a tablespoon yeah. and I'll put a tablespoon yeah. in something to drink. Uh, with water, it's kind of ugh, kind of <laughs> gross. Yeah. So you might want to get some kind of tea or orange juice. Um, and just right. I would do, you know, some people say just a teaspoon, just a teaspoon and a large glass of water every day. Uh, but but that's one thing. I know that I'm I'm getting heavy metals out of my system with all my supplements, and then the cleansing baths with Epsom salt. So I don't I don't get a lot of vibrations. They hit me with you know microwaves. They hit me with remote neural manipulation. But when when I notice when I don't do cleansing or I run out of boron and you know I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, then they'll start making my legs vibrate. Uh, when I right, I usually vibrate in the daytime, and then when I lay down at night is when you know, it's a different, and there's even like more than one feeling. I don't know if it's more than one different um, weapon. They definitely seem to be coming from different directions. But like there's a different, like one of them would even dent like a almost like a spaghetti, like a piece of spaghetti if you if you shot it at it, one of those tin foil plates from uh, you know you, that you cook in. And no, I don't have these up against my skin. If you shot it at one of those really hard, but it didn't go all the way through, but it, like it made that little shape, you know, like it almost it, like it was going to protrude through, but it didn't quite. I don't know. Maybe it did break through. I hadn't tried to see it whole water, but there's that, mm-hmm. and then it, sometimes it makes like a frying sound on there, like a, you know, because I have a toast like a crackling sound, covered, kind of yeah, crackling, crackling. But mostly it sounds like rain, and some of the rain is bigger and harder raindrops, and some of it's little, but. I make my cat yeah. get in a, a tote that I got wrapped all the way around, with, you know, several layers on the outside with full. And then, mm. on the, you know, of course, he's not touching it. It's plastic and then cardboard and then a pillow. Because when he's getting hit really hard, I can, you know, he'll come to me. And I have to make him stay in there because the sound on the full, it, you know, he doesn't like it. But he'll eventually, mm. like, 
settle down and, and, and lay down in there and go to sleep. Yeah, they can just, you know, what I found out is they can make it seem like it's coming from a bunch of directions, and they can also just hit you. It's like they're they're utilizing the entire electromagnetic spectrum. It's like sometimes they're going to use radio frequencies, sometimes it's going to be microwaves, and they can, you know, change the frequencies up and off so that they're hitting you with kind of different stuff, hitting you with a bunch of stuff along the electromagnetic spectrum. Yeah, I don't know. You just got to try things. I think the more layers that you use, the better better off you'll be. So I'm like doing right now, I'm going to put some copper mesh along the top of my enclosure. Then I have some layers of aluminum, then layers of thermal blankets. Um, and I want to get some uh, Linkstat or Argon mesh. Um, I hear the I think Linkstat I heard you say, yeah. I think I heard Neil yeah. say you could order. I can't remember where to order it, but they will get a better price on it. Yeah, he gets it in bulk. Yeah. I've heard Argon Mesh works really good too. I've been I I haven't had enough money to try it um, in the past couple months, but that's kind of the next thing. I'm either going to get some Link Fat or Argon Mesh, and I, I feel like when you do like you know four layers of different materials that work. Um, then they can't really change things up to get through to get through all of them. Good idea. Good idea. Yeah. Hmm. Well, you know, I don't know if anybody ever gets a lot of money, but one thing that you could, you guys might try is concrete board, rubber, and then the link stat and silicone for an enclosure. It costs quite a bit, but I bet it would be extremely effective. Do you mean sheetrock yeah. when you say concrete board? Is that sheetrock? No, concrete board, like what they put on the floor uh, to put tile on. And then there's one other thing. If you guys get really rich and you have the money to build a form, <laughs> you could always try a lead box because lead is actually <laughs> what the government used for shielding. Just curious, um, when you guys have done the heavy metal detox, did you experience any of the symptoms that look out for Charlie suggested it's like your skin peeling? With the cleansing baths, I did. Like, I did the cleansing baths and the supplements he was talking about for a month straight. Um, and I got a lot of stuff peeled off my skin, and I felt really tired. Like, I felt really tired as if I was getting sick uh, oh. because... Yeah, because because I was like getting a lot of toxins out of my body, uh, but now I kind of just do I do it intermittently. I do the cleansing baths intermittently, but I take tons of supplements every day. Um, and I know the boron gets heavy metals out. I know the bentonite clay does, and I'm sure there's other stuff too. And your V2K and all the other systems kind of subsided during that time when your skin was feeling too. It went down. It went down by like fifty percent you know, oh, to where okay. it was really noticeable. But then I slacked off because I can't, you know, I was buying huge cartons of Epsom salt. Exactly, um, yeah. And yeah, now I'll do like maybe two Epsom salt baths a week and then, you know, a, a borax with palm olive uh, and soap um, with baking soda too. And I just try and do them as much as possible. Um, but I noticed now though, because uh, what happened when I did it for a month, 
is I started to have earwax. I was putting my finger in my ear, and I was had a bunch of regular earwax, and now I notice that I don't have earwax. So I'm like, you know, what trying, is that? I don't have earwax either. What is that? Yeah, it's because uh, that biofilm that's coating us with either toxins they're putting in our environment. Uh, you got the the nanoparticulates and toxins and chemtrails. It's it's creating this biofilm. Like, look out for Charlie has some new videos where he's put skin without it under a microscope, and he's put skin with this biofilm on it, uh, on, on his videos. Um, so it's this layer, and what it does is it it's a layer of biofilm that it's it's like in your ears, so your ears aren't producing earwax. So he he reckon, yeah he was the one who kind of pointed that out. He was like, you know, if you don't have earwax and you regularly do have earwax, that probably means you have a biofilm covering your skin. Because I mean, I I tested it. Like after a month of the cleansing, I was having regular earwax. But now because I'm not sticking, I I never I I like uh, kind of put put a Q-tip in there and some white gunk comes out. But never any any kind of regular that you know that orange earwax that's that's normal. Um, so this stuff builds up. I mean, we've got to constantly do some kind of regimen to to constantly clean it off because it will just build back up. You know, they'll get it back in the environment. I wonder if the reduction of the earwax has something to do with freeing up the area so they can hit us in that area. You know, with the B2K and the tinnitus. I know I'm not using the scientific name, but um, I wonder if that has something to do with that. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It seems like it, it seems like if you had that biofilm, you know, they would want to get it or it would naturally go to places where they're where they want to hit you with this energy. So right. it seems like maybe maybe the biofilm naturally migrates to like your ears and your belly button and things like that. Because it's kind of designed to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I don't know. I mean, I, this stuff is so complicated. Yep. <laughs> and we're on the other side of it, so it's hard to <laughs> yeah. hard to figure out unless you just you got to experiment, you know, with stuff yeah. and uh, kind of see how your body reacts, what happens, you know. It's it's tough though to figure it out. Um, uh, Kyle, when, emotionally, does does the cleansing have anything to? Because my I'm having a little trouble with emotions lately, and I'm wondering, and I haven't been doing my cleansing baths very religiously at all, <clears throat> and I'm wondering if I'm wondering if they are related somehow. It, I, I think it. Yeah, I definitely do, Linda, because yeah. I think that um, you know they're trying to entrain us so. Uh, you know, they probably have a program, they have a stream of energy kind of hitting your head, going to the nerves in your ears, and it's going to make you feel uh, bad. I mean, one of just the natural effects, and this is without remote neural manipulation. You know, I was reading it in, in that document of biological effects from microwave radiation. One of the effects it's called, um, and this is just, this is with them not trying to mess with your emotions, which they also do. But it's this thing called, let me see what it's called. Um, okay, the uh, uh, 
neurasthenia. Neurasthenia is this general bad feeling, and that's a psychological disorder uh, from from microwave non-ionizing radiation. So if you're getting too much of that, what they're hitting you with, you'll just have natural depression and neurasthenia. But then with the remote neural manipulation, then they're trying to make you depressed. You know, they're they're sending you certain frequencies to feel depressed or anxious or sad all the time. You know, I, I completely, like, with, I, I listen to Dave's CD and I feel better and stuff like that, but they've been on me for so long that I, I do, I have this general, uh, you know how you have a sense of well-being? Yeah. Like, when, yeah. whenever the stuff, I, I, ha, I have the opposite of that all the yeah. time. Yeah. Like, from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep, it's like, Oh, it's it's not like a it's not like oh today's gonna be bad and it's a, it's some uh like detailed thoughts about what's happening. It's just this general feeling of non well being, of like just things suck, you know. Um, you know, so they 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 do that completely with me, and I, I think it's I think it's natural from just being hit with so much uh, non ionizing radiation. And I think that they, they're running these remote neural manipulation things where they're actually sending a frequency to mess with, with our emotions so that um, we're not happy, you know. Yeah. I, I was reading something on, on Facebook today, and, and Dwight was suggesting to someone who was feeling panicky, uh, she said she, you know, had sudden, sudden, got suddenly hit with panic and what to do. And, and Dwight's response was ground. You ground, you will get rid of that energy. And I'm thinking he's right. Grounding will help us get rid of that general malaise, general bad feeling, general fear, general, you know, all that stuff that we seem to get hit with. Um, oh, yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, what I think the big thing is is that they're using our skin as a conductor. So whenever they're hitting us with this non-ionizing radiation, it's like hitting a spot on our head or our neck. And then it's migrating through the conductivity of our skin to those nerves in our ears and stuff like that. So you make your skin less conductive, and you're winning most of the battle right there. Yeah. yeah. And that that's what grounding is doing. You know, all those things that they're hitting you with, it's not building up. It's being grounded out. So you're reducing a lot of that stuff that they're doing. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've been kind of slacking on the grounding. I've been going and sleeping in the chair in the other room. Um, and I felt worse this week because of it. Emotionally? Yeah. You mean emotionally oh, yeah. felt worse? Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's hard to tell sometimes, though, too, because, I mean, situationally, uh, this this really sucks. Um, so it's depressing. The things that they're actually doing to us, like, I mean, you know, the situation with your dog, I mean, that's really, it's just a, a natural thing that you're going to feel bad about. But then they're adding an artificial layer to that. Yep. You know, yep. so it's like we, we've got to try and fight that artificial layer so we can go through our regular emotions of things that are bad, you know, and come out of it kind of like, OK, well, you know, we're getting through it. And, you know, but but with the with the kind of the veil of of this artificial remote neural manipulation, they can just keep you in that funk, you know. Mm-hmm. Best to get out barefooted in the morning and, and sit on the grass for a while. Yeah. I think yeah. throw everything at it, you know, gr- ground in your house, yeah. ground when you go outside. Um, you know, I think Dave's CD is a huge, huge deal. Yeah. But if you listen to that, like, 
mean, do some experiments. Like sometimes just listen to it all day long. Like if you don't usually and see see if your emotions change because what that you know like Terry was talking about you know put like on come conducing through your skin to your to those in your ears your eyes so you know when you when you're playing day CD it's like blocking out a lot of those frequencies from from getting in there and getting to a place in your brain. Um, I try to listen to it all night like you do. And I agree, mm-hmm. I'll wake up and it's off, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. They, they know how to do that. Um, yep. yep. But at least Wait, did you, get, yeah? do you, did you get the digital recorder? Yes, I did. Now, now do I know how to do it yet? No. Oh, <laughs> I am the most, me too. I am the most me challenged too. person on the face of this when it comes to that. But, no, I've got it. I'm just, I, uh, you know. I, I think you got to get, like, a you got to get a cord that goes, from the CD player to the microphone uh, outlet of the digital recorder, yeah. and then you just yeah. play what's on. You you press record on the digital recorder, and then turn on the CD. So, but you got to get a little um, adapter. So it's going to be this the same kind of uh, uh, what's it called? Little input thing. Yeah, he already recorded it for me though. He he sent it with the full you know with the recording oh. on it. Um, but am I, am I, it still scares me to open it up and use it. I don't get it. I mean, I'm afraid of my cell phone. I'm afraid of this. I mean, I don't get it. Oh, no, no, do that. You open <laughs> it up and use that because then you don't have to worry. I mean, think about how you'll feel a lot freer yeah. because I know that with my CD player and, and they, I've got to put it in this enclosure and fight right. them on it and they're frying my batteries. I feel that right. I have to carry that thing with me if I'm going anywhere. If you have that little digital recorder and some headphones, you'll just feel a lot freer in your life. You'll be like, okay, well, when I feel bad, boom, just put that digital recorder on. Yeah. I I can't. I I'm I'm gonna have to go get some uh, inputs, but I can't wait for that because it's just everything they do is this kind of closing us in. You know, attacking batteries or attacking your CD player, making you go sleep in an enclosure. So you want to find ways to feel freer. To be like, okay, well, they can't touch this. So I feel free, and, and you'll you'll you're, you'll feel better. You know, you'll feel just more empowered and happier because these things that close us in uh, as human beings, it, it just makes us feel stilted. You know, yeah. it makes us feel yeah. like like uh, slaves, like prisoners. The uh, isolation. And that's the point of it. The yeah. isolation is horrible. Then your then your own brain starts working on you. You know, and your your all that emotion gets bigger and bigger and bigger. When we don't have yeah. outside input, you know, just going to the grocery store, I feel better. You know, I mean, oh yeah, talking yeah. to a to a cashier makes me feel better, you know. And I'm I'm in the same situation, you know. When I'm sitting in my condo, I was sitting in my condo today. You know, when I went outside, I did feel better. But then coming here, I'm like, what can I do? You know, these hear the V2K and stuff like that, and it's just it's a cycle, you know. Uh, depression the depre the artificial depression they're putting on us leads to isolation and if you do studies on isolation it causes depression it yeah. causes more yeah. depression so you know they know what they're doing well they yeah. i think well, they're going good. i think our attackers don't really know what they're doing they're following a protocol but i think these people who have rolled this out uh sickeningly program out i think they they do know human beings 
Um, I think these people microwave. They don't know shit. They're just yeah. they're they're going by a playbook. Yeah. Playbook, and they're putting it in the software. But the people who put it all together for the monkeys to push the buttons, I think they yeah. know a lot <laughs> about psychology. Yeah. Yeah. What do, what do y'all think? Because I, I, I have a feeling like my attackers, the ones who are surveilling me and shooting me with directed energy and doing the remote neural manipulation, I feel like they are ex-military, that they, they're not psychotic, they don't know the mind or anything, but they're just doing all this stuff, and then that data, whatever, they're just, you know, torturing me, remote neural manipulating me, all this blah, 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 and then that data, get you know, it's on their little modules or remote, or whatever you call it, and then that kind of they send that off to somebody, or you know, it's it's a wireless network where the people who want that information get it. Like if there are neuroscientists or uh, you know oh, doctors yeah. involved, yeah. but I think these people who are doing it, uh, they don't know anything. Like they they're literally the. I think that there's this um, what what is it? Uh, profile. For the people doing this, uh, like a profile, mm-hmm. like a, a pro, like they have to be people who will just keep their mouths shut, but it's not really important that they're smart, or that they know anything about the mind. I think the, the, the profile that they use to get these people is just they'll keep their mouths shut. They're, they're in the, the Masons or ex-military or some kind of agency that's learned how to keep their mouths shut, and then they just follow a protocol you know, because Brian, too, always talks about, like, oh, no, this is, like, a bunch of, they're all psychologists and doctors, and that's who's attacking you. But I feel like the profile for those people wouldn't match up with so many of them doing this to so many of us and keeping yeah. their mouths shut. Yeah. Well, you know? they would, that would be way too expensive for them, too, you know, yeah. to, to, to employ a bunch of scientists, doctors, and whatnot, to push the buttons. It wouldn't be necessary. These these low level guys know how to push a button, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, when when they whenever they they get the word. Um, but no, I agree with you. I think they are. I really, I really think so. You know, mm-hmm. just for in here in the V2K too. I mean. Yeah. Oof. They don't. So sound I'm like being, Go ahead. They do not sound like they're that smart. You know. They do not. I mean, they say the same things over and over. It's like, get out of here. And, uh, you know, then have this narrative they've kind of built up over years and years. And I think that they put the chatterbox thing. I think there's a certain kind of uh, program where they'll put uh, different phrases, they say, into this program or software, a chatterbox software. And the chatterbox software uh, will partition stuff out to, to repeat it or do things to where it kind of sounds like they could be there, you know, but I don't, I don't think they really, I don't think the people themselves really um, do any of the work. I think, I think it's a lot of automated software that they're putting in these things they're doing real time, and then they can keep doing them to us. Even some of the targeting, I feel like, goes into a certain software. Uh, So if they're trying to hit my CD player, they may manually try and do it at first and just fail uh, because they're trying to manually hit it while I'm trying to put it in enclosures but then they put they even put some of that targeting into some kind of automated software to where when I turn that CD player on there's software that automatically targets that 
um like they have it kind of built in um i don't know just some thoughts on that dangerous like dangerous to combine all these things uh and then use automated software do it do it to a human being i mean that is purposeful uh like we are satanic and we're gonna you know do the worst things we can do to human beings uh you know using all this technology combined because we have a short time and a short window before people realize we have this technology so we've got to do the worst things we can do with them you know that's what it screams to me. Well, I think they also, you know, just like Terry's getting the word out, people and, and the um, Cuba situation, it's becoming more known, definitely. Oh, yeah. More people are aware of this. And I, I, I think they're on a push. I know my targeting has, has increased exponentially. And mm-hmm. um, and I I think it's, I'm hoping they they think it's because, you know, things are, time is running short for them, hopefully. I really get that feeling. And I know I, I, I say that a lot, but I get that feel Like something, I, I heard the V2K today, and I couldn't make out what they were saying. But the guy was like, we've only got something. Like, and he sounded like he was saying, we've only got a certain amount of time or something like that. And I couldn't hear it clearly. And I've just been getting that, like, they've been doing things that they've never done before. Um, and they, they've been really, you know, targeting more heavily, but I get that feeling that they're coming up on, they're not sure. Like, I, I, I get get the feeling that they're very unsure of where this is going. And and they're, they're maybe, you know, I, I think, you know, with the, you know, I've said that, well, I've said this a million times, but with the Cuban embassy attack and a lot of these like huge, you know, there's a lot of organizations fighting this. You know that the um, like the DOD, the the, the third party contractors, they, they're they're talking about timelines. Obviously, you know they're obviously having meetings where it's like, okay, so how how much longer can we do this? Um, and I think they're I think they're all getting kind of unsure uh, about how much longer they can just you know do this without all of them getting caught. And I think that they're such cowards, like the people who have just even up to the top of the DOD is they're going to pull out before they get caught. You know, yeah. they're not yeah. going to take a chance of us, like, you know, getting them into court and, and people and, and them being caught red-handed doing this across the country or, or worldwide. You know, they're going to they're gonna pull out long before that. So that then we're going to have to catch them, we're going to have to say they were doing it, but they're not going to be doing it anymore, you know. That's kind of just my own feelings on it, though. Little update on politics right now. The governor's races across the country are, well, I don't know how many people are Democrats or Republicans here, but for the most part, it is uh, Democrats that are winning. Almost. Oh, no. Yeah, well. Oh, no. (laughs) Well, well, do we, I mean, it kind of tells us what's going on with Trump. Yeah. I think, and. A lot of people are pretty upset. So anyway, I just wanted to update you. I'm watching it on television. Whoa. Yeah, that um, I was I was expecting November fourth to just be, you know, chaos because you know Antifa yeah. was going out, yeah. and it fizzled out. Antifa and and the white nationalists were supposed to clash, right? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> nothing. Except Terry said, Terry, are you there? Yep. Terry, you said you it looked like it was going to be bad in your in your area, right? But it didn't didn't end up bad. No. But did you notice Anonymous put out a, a warning video saying that, well, you don't know if it's really the real Anonymous, but they put out a thing no. saying that uh, they're going to war with them. Who's going to war with who? Anonymous is with that group. Antifa or the white nationalists? Antifa. Antifa is kind of anti-fascism, which is anti-corporate you know, corporate control. I'm yeah, but sure. they are they're getting declared as a terrorist group. I like know. I can't quite understand why. Because they only yeah. wanted I mean they don't want corporate control. I don't think any of us want corporate control, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean that's that's a money issue. That's my opinion. I don't know enough about them, but uh a lot of conservatives really don't like them. Right. Um, consider them terrorists i think yeah. because i think they've they've made uh threats of violence uh-huh. um i've I've heard that i i don't i don't know enough you know and the way that things go uh they could be you know heroes and um just be you know yeah. people spreading yeah. rumors about yeah. them yeah. my dad doesn't like them i know that your dad's a conservative yeah. Oh yeah, my dad's a huge conservative. He's a Republican conservative, no, they, fiscally they and socially. People are only paid out a hundred thousand dollars each for MK Ultra, and and people know about MK Ultra. So where are the chances that we get more than MK Ultra? Because um, each of them only got paid a hundred thousand dollars each for being reduced to childlike state. Oh, wow. That, that was back in when? That was like the ni- 1980 or something like that? When, yeah, but when the, would they pay this? All right, but the settlement was recent, and they only received 100000 Yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's so many people being targeted. I mean, it's in the millions worldwide. So, you know, I, I'd love to get a settlement. For my for our pain and suffering, we all deserve millions of dollars. Like we all deserve, you know, like probably, you know, at least ten million dollars a piece for this kind of torture and this kind of reduction of our lives like this. Um, I would settle. I would really settle for just ending. Though that's me. I mean, because I think what's going to happen is we're going to be. I think it's the program's going to end. And then people are going to then continue litigation and continue trying to prove this. Um, I don't know. I, I don't. Well, I really don't know. I don't know. We may have to force them to stop. I just I, I see it as like, you know, they don't really care one way or the other to keep it going forever because they're just that they don't care. They're people who don't care. They want data and money. And then when they feel the heat. They're just gonna close up shop, and then and then we're gonna be kind of sitting there hanging, uh, you know. And I think some people are gonna go for for uh for reparations. I don't know if I'm gonna. I don't know. Where are the chances that are? Where are the chances they're successful? Huh? What? 
I I think the chances of that being successful are actually pretty low, considering um considering how little MKUltra got paid out. You know. Yeah, but I mean, think about how many years after MK Ultra closed up that they got that. I mean, because MK Ultra ended in what 1970 something, and that was recent. That's like what 40 years afterwards or something like that. Um, you know, but I, it could be different this time. You know, I, I hope it is different this time. It has to be different this time, actually. You know, um, gosh, I don't know. I mean, we've we've got to try every angle. I, I think there, you know, I know there are some classes that the problem with that is they want, uh, you know, they're they're finding out that like you know, um. But the guy Spencer's kind of finding out that it's it's a little bit harder to know who to exactly prosecute because it's like who you know, and I think we should prosecute the third party contractors because they're I private do. companies. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, or as manufacturers, that, people who manufacture right. these these you know devices. Yeah, like Raytheon. Yeah. Uh, uh, North North and Grumman or whatever. Well, um, like a, Boeing. Um, like for instance, gun manufacturers or the gun sellers have an obligation to make sure that the, the guns don't get well. They're supposed to make sure that guns mm-hmm. don't get sold to dangerous people. Okay. Well, don't these people? Shouldn't these people? Um, oh, Jack, shouldn't these people um be required to make sure that these devices that they hand out, which are lethal, don't shouldn't they? Um, you know, be required to to Ensure that they're but they're sold. Needed. They're sold as non-lethal, right? They're sold as well, non-lethal weapons. Well, they. Yeah, but that. I mean, we know otherwise, but that's what they—that's what they're listed as. Yeah, well, they know. Right, better. but it, but it still sits, you know. Well, they know better. That's what they're classified right now. Yeah, I agree well, that they know better, but yeah, public doesn't. Yeah. And Kevin, I, is it Kevin? Yep. Kevin, I know I've been hearing you on these calls since I first started calling in, and I and I don't mean in any way that your suffering has wasn't isn't terrible, and that it's just as unacceptable as everyone else's. But and you seem like a really nice person. I think sometimes you may not realize that it comes out a little insensitive that you know some of us are sort of fighting for our lives every day. And um, we want it to stop too, you know. And I feel like you don't mean for it to, you know, to be that way. But I feel like you are a little bit less receptive to the other information that we're all trying to get. Sometimes, you know, I, I, I know everybody. It's so easy for us to all get absorbed in our own stuff. I'm not trying to be negative toward you. I think that you're a nice person. I think you just don't realize sometimes that how it seems. Oh, I'm sorry. I just well, no, you know, don't be sorry. To apologize. I, 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 well, I just I notice how you'll come on and you'll be like, "When is this going to end?" Uh, has anybody, you know, I mean, it's like we're we're all wondering that though. So like, <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, it's it's not. Uh, but I kind of see what Ashley's saying. You're like, hey, wait, so when are we going to see some results with this? And all the rest of us are in the same boat. We're like, when when is this going to end? You know, when are we going to see some big breakthroughs? We're all thinking the same thing, but I I think what you've got to do is you just got to 
you've got to do your activism. We're going to have to do a lot, a lot of public awareness uh, before we see I agree. And like Evan and me and you, we're we're young. We're young and it's a different media. You know, it's a different, um, all the young people, the younger than us especially, are on social media and all that stuff. Like Kevin was saying, I think those are really good ideas. It's going to take someone, you know, a little bit younger to put that all together, I think. Thanks. Yeah, and she I'm wasn't trying to say anything bad about you. It's just like we're all no, 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 no. what you're saying. And it's like, you know, it's we're all there. We're like, when is, you know, what what about these, these court cases and stuff like that? But it is, it's kind of like when you when you come in and you're like, hey, does anybody know when this program is going to end? You're probably not going to get I think Kevin, Kevin has a really good idea. Me. Kevin has a really good idea about the live stream Facebook stuff. I think that's a great idea. And Kevin's the first one I heard say it. But maybe we could, maybe Kevin, you could sort of, sort of organize that somehow, get that going, because it is a great idea. Yeah, I think that's so important, like to get people on social media organized and talking about this. I mean, like, because I just do my my videos. Other targeted individuals are doing their videos, but if we get a synergy of like supporting each other, uh, an organization of of talking about the same. Thing, you want to put out there in mass then you get a bunch of people who are doing videos and they're all like okay this week we're going to do videos about the cuban embassy attack next week we're going to do videos about you know whatever what uh uh the global ti survey or something like that so getting all this together and organized and it's happening like it's happening organically right like ti's are talking about some of the same stuff but to really do it consciously like to make a conscious effort to bring all this stuff together and not just let it happen organically but to push ourselves together and, and be like okay we're going to talk about this and then you, you we start campaigns on facebook twitter youtube uh to to get certain words out there to get certain topics out there i think it's a great idea i i try and work on it you know for my my singular uh youtube page and stuff like that but we we really do need to get some of these people who are talking out, who are speaking out, to to meet and to say we're going to work on this. I mean, that's crucial. Yeah, Kyle, get, make sure you get on Ella's and every call you can this week to make sure your challenge is issued to as many as you can. Yeah, I think uh, I told people about it on my last call, <laughs> but I was immediately thrown into a headlock and beaten eaten senselessly and thrown to the ground uh, right after I talked about a little bit of it. And then I got I got pummeled. I got attacked. I got bombed on my call. Bombs went off. It was ridiculous. I, I, I wasn't even, I was blindsided. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to get on my call. And I'm excited about my, uh, you know, my November, uh, video bomb. And uh, then I like unmuted one person. And they started like, just like, going off on personal issues of people in the community, like fights in the community. And I was like, where did this come from? And then my chat room started being attacked, and I was like, what? You know, what's happening here? <laughs> well, the better you do, the more we get attacked. They, they were letting yeah. you know that you're well-loved, Kyle. <laughs> you're well-loved. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, you guys know about funny. Frank Allen's R&D call? Yeah, Sunday. 
Yeah, on Sundays between, uh, I think, 10 Eastern and 6 Eastern. And you don't have to be there for the whole call. You can pop in, pop out more than once or just once. And people are researching, like, a, one thing maybe and then sharing the, all their information. So it saves just time on personal research, too. And, you know, you can learn a lot and you can share a lot of information. And I hope he doesn't mind me telling yeah. him. I'm sure he wouldn't. Yeah. No. The more the more the merrier, I think, with all that. So yeah. uh, if anybody that doesn't know about it, Frank Allen's call on Sunday is uh, – you know, he's trying to grow it. I think it's going to be mm-hmm. really helpful. And then I got to go from that to Neil's. Um, on in that kind of an R and D call on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's kind of a talk call. It's Neil a long call. A research and development call. It's a long it's call anyway, so I'm not. I'll have somebody all day Sunday. I'm not alone. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like that's. A, I mean, we're having so many calls, like from you know five central where I am to late into the night. So the, the calls are doing well, I think. Um. And thank God for them. Twenty-five. Thank you, all of you. On my website. Yeah, thank you, all of you. There's a lot of moderators here in this call, and I appreciate every single one of you. Thank you very much for what you do. Well, thank you. It's really, you know, it's been what keeps me going. It really does. I know. Just knowing we're not alone. Just where I feel like sometimes I feel like a Jew sitting by the radio. During the Holocaust, you know, <laughs> like on these calls, I know I, it's kind of a funny, uh, not well, it's not that funny, but um, and I really do. I feel like I That's have to get on these calls. Yeah, I mean, because we're we're waiting for the allies to come, allies to yeah. show up, you know. Um, but we're also it, we're in a better situation because we can move around, we can get information out. We're not trapped in, you know, death camps. Uh, we're right. trapped in electronic death camps. We can still move around. We can still get information out. And you know, I, I you know, I, I hear about Facebook is a CIA operation. I totally believe that. I think even YouTube and Twitter, you know, these things are connected to the Google. Machine, you know, but definitely Google. Yeah, oh, definitely Google. Yeah, definitely Google. But the thing is, it's like, you know, we we don't have. We have the the pathway of information of handing out flyers and telling people by word of mouth, but I think we have to turn these other things that may be, you know, getting people's information. We have to turn them against themselves. You know, we got to start using them for for really getting important information spread out uh, across the world. Um, you know, and just use them against these evil powers that are kind of trying to use them against us. Because we don't know how much longer we're going to have them. Because I know things will change. I think things will change for the better, but you just never know what they're going to start censoring. So it's like while we have the opportunity to use those pathways of information, we have to as much as we can. I mean, in, in like, yeah, in in some in some ways, you know, I know that I can put out good information for every video, so. I'm not that worried about just throwing stuff out there that's not useful, but in a lot of ways, what I wanted to do was a symbol, a symbol that we're not going to stop talking about this. That that if we're sitting there and we're being tortured, you know, and our lives are, you know, changed by this, that we might as well speak out as much as possible whenever possible. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's kind of a symbol too. 
You know, I know what you do as a symbol too, Terry. You know, that you're always out there handing out flyers. You're always trying to connect with people, uh, get people on your website. And it's 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 almost a symbol along with, with good, concrete information that's going to help people, going to make the public aware, but also the way that we do it. You know, because I've seen... I've seen some TIs, like, they come out with great information, right? And they'll make about videos. And it's really just great information about their situation, about what they think is going on. And then they're like, well, that's it, you know. That's it. And and, and it's not because they're giving up, but it's because they're like, that's what I wanted to say. But we, we need, you know, quality of information, yes. But we also need a quantity of information. And I think people sometimes are like, you know, well, we don't want to put out too much. We want to put out an over quantity of information because then we're losing quality, right? But with this situation, quantity is important because then it raises us up and our information up to a level where it's like your your website will be up on on Google. The more we talk about your website, uh, the more that people make videos, target individuals make videos, then we go to when people are looking for something on YouTube. <laughs> Are looking for something on Facebook, so the quantity also matters. I don't know what my point was. I guess just that not the point not is that quantity over quality. Yeah, yeah, and my and my point is not quantity over quality, but it's that both are needed. You know, we've got to uh -huh. talk about important stuff, convince people, and we've got to do it often. You know. We kind of have to repeat it, too, because people don't necessarily get it on the first go-around, right? Right, right, yeah. exactly. Because it's such, it's such alien information to some people, Yeah. you know? Like, they've never heard about it. So you you got to kind of keep, keep telling them, hey, this exists, this exists, yeah. you know? And, and you know, I would urge all of you guys to keep talking to people about T-shirts and signs and stuff because we really got to show how large this crime is. I don't know if you guys noticed, but... Some recent events posted people that were leaders and have following posting that there's only 2,000, some saying there's only 10,000, some saying there's only 300,000. I really do stand firm on the numbers for my calculations of 1.2 million at least, and I think that's small, but uh, we need to show our numbers. The larger the volume of the crime, the more reaction we're going to get out of the public and and by no means am I saying that I'm inflating any numbers because I just wouldn't do that. I believe the math that I put together is very solid. So getting participating, you guys, and T-shirts and signs and doing YouTube, the more that's out there, the more that they see the number of working on it. And besides, that also shows groups don't get together for mental illness. You know, they can say that all they want, but like Kyle said earlier, all that's slowly fading away because they realize it's just not – has nothing that they can stand up against it anymore. Yeah, and I think we need to start connecting that. I mean, like, you know, Tyrone Dew said it on one call too. He said, the mentally ill do not organize. And mentally oh, yeah. ill people don't organize. Yeah. yeah. Mentally <laughs> ill people, yeah, it's like mentally ill people don't make YouTube videos and, and they're consistent with consistent information. They're, they're mentally ill. They're not capable of staying consistent with things like that. So these are obvious things that any psychologist should look at and see. These are obvious yeah. things that people, well, they either deny from conditioning or they do know it and they stay quiet. You know? 
Yeah, there's two points there that we should really push to people when we're talking to them. When people ask me, well, some people, every once in a while, somebody will say, well, I've seen that there's mentally ill. I said, one, mentally ill people don't organize, do YouTube videos. They don't build websites. They don't go pass out flyers. They're like, that's a good point. I said, the other thing of it is somebody saying that we're criminals or something. Criminals do not fight crimes. They do not. There you go. So that covers the basis. That's very real. Even psychologists will tell you that. I mean, even if they got into the depth of profiling and stuff, somebody would interject themselves into something, but they wouldn't try to solve anything. So, and the other side, mentally ill cannot. I know people personally that are schizophrenic. Believe me, there's no way they could have conversations like this. There's no way that they could get online and do a bunch of things. They definitely couldn't go out and organize. They couldn't build websites. They couldn't run calls. They couldn't YouTube. So these are very important part things that we should point out when we're talking to the public, especially in our videos and stuff, too, for people to watch. You're talking to, like, your family or people close to you. Focus on the activism because it is – it's a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer that, okay – you know, if you if you talk like seriously, like I've talked to my parents before and just said how much it hurts and what's going on and what they're doing to me, and that can be construed as mental illness, even though it's not, even though it's real. But when you talk to people about activism, global TI surveys, this guy named Terry handing out flyers and has this awesome website, you know, people making YouTube videos, people getting on conference calls and figuring out how to, uh, you know, defend against this stuff, all those positive things. It's a, it's a, it's almost like a, a natural inclination of people to be like, oh well, this is activism. This isn't mental illness. This is you're doing something about a problem, you know. So so you know, just a, another thing to throw in when you're talking to to people around you. If you do want to tell them, you focus on what we're doing. You know? hey, Kyle, have you done a video about families and friends should be sticking behind TIs? You know, when things get rough, they kind of like something that I did. Made a bunch of videos on that, but I could probably do a new one. Probably like a, probably a year ago. Yeah, I um, think we need to reinforce that too for families and people that watch this stuff because realistically, when something like this happens, it should be families and friends working together, your family sticking behind you, helping find out what's going on, researching. And I think we need to emphasize that more. What do you, like, what do you think, like, say you had a family member that's like, okay, I believe you, but I don't know what to do about it. I feel helpless. What would you tell them, Terry? What would you tell them? What I tell my family members is when they say, what can they help out? Like my mom, spread the word. Let your friends and stuff know. Let other people know what's going on. You know, network, use your networking skills to get the word out. That's the best thing in public awareness. And I said that when it gets to the point where officials are running and they're talking about these things, make sure that the people will know to go vote for these people to help overcome these crimes. That's what I tell them. But I tell them definitely. Go ahead. No, I just wanted to also suggest, though, that. When you need help yourself, somebody just listening to you without judging you, that's one of the best things they can do for you, you know, just listening. Yeah, yeah. My opinion. yeah definitely. That, that's a good point. It's, it's one of the most, I mean, that's, that can alleviate so
so much pressure, which is caused by this horrific um, targeting, you know? Yeah, you know, uh, Linda just made a really good point, guys. A lot of the people that I talk to, and the, today was a really quiet day, which is kind of thankful in some ways and sorry in others, but listen. If TIs call you and stuff, try to have an open heart, open mind. We all went through this in the beginning, especially the new people. They want to get this out, burn it off their mind and and whatnot. Listening can make a world of difference. You know, once in a while you'll, you'll wind up running into somebody that goes, you know, a little out there or something. But really, listening is a huge thing because a lot of what I do is just listen to people so they can get it out and stuff. And then... I found out after a period of time of just listening, they will start working and telling you their ideas and activism and sharing their life with them and stuff. And I think that's really, really important. Let's just get the frustration out, you know? Yes. I have one person that I put all my burdens on, and thank God they're there for me. (laughs) And that's your mama. Yes. Well, I wasn't thinking of her, but. Oh, yeah, her too. <laughs> yeah, her too. But, you know, my mom has, you guys may not realize, but my mom spent quite a bit of money making sure I had paper for flyers and different things and whatnot. It's really sad that somebody felt that they had to attack my mom, but not only do I understand that that's just part of this game, but so did she. So that was really great. <clears throat> Let's all thank her. And you guys, I guess we better call it a night because Ella's call is going to start in five minutes. Okay. Okay, Terry, thanks for the call. Oh, thank thanks you Terry. very much for coming. God bless you all. Same to thank you. you, Terry. All right. Bye, Kevin. Bye. bye, Kevin. Bye, bye Kevin. Bye. bye, Linda. Bye, Terry. Bye, 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 guys. Rock on, everybody. Okay. Right.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.